town and village and effectively to decommission their septic tank uh, uh, and connect the mains. There are numerous groups in this highly sensitive area who have applications ready but no funding haul has been made. There are renewed calls for a coordinated approach to tackling gender-based violence on International Women's Day. Women's Aid says the government's strategy on domestic, sexual and gender-based violence must improve education, legal protection and support services. One in four women in Ireland have suffered abuse at the hands of a current or former partner. And the CEO of Women's Aid, Sarah Benson, says that is a chilling reality. A multifaceted approach is required to ensure that we can do better for those who are currently at risk or subjected to abuse, but also to ensure that future generations are not going to uh, be harmed by this form of gender-based violence. And that, you know, must go across a number of different areas, but crucially, coordinated policy. Weather forecast and Met Aaron tells it'll be mostly dry today with a mix of cloud and sunny spells, some showers possible in highest temperatures of 6 to 8 degrees Celsius, moderate to fresh easterly winds, strong near coasts, staying dry for the most part tonight with a mix of cloud and clear spells, lowest overnight temperatures 1 to 5 in moderate to fresh east to northeast winds, strong on coasts, some unusually high tides this evening may bring the possibility of coastal flooding in all coastal areas. And that's Highland Radio News. Check all of today's news on our website, highlandradio.com. But for now, from the news team, until 10 o'clock, good morning. At Energia, we know the best way to use Gaelge is Lechela. So whether you're at work, or at play, at home, or away, why not add a couple of fuckle to your day? Shachtan the Gaelge at Energia, visit snog.ie to find out more. And now it's time for the talk of the Northwest, the nine to noon show with Greg Hughes on Highland Radio. Hello and a very good morning. You're very welcome along to the nine till noon show here on Highland Radio. It is Friday, the eighth of March, 2024. It's just turned five minutes past nine, and we have our Friday panel, which is all very exciting. Of course, this is International Women's Day. There's always uh, female representation on the panel, of course. Uh, but today, it's uh, perhaps more uh, than on other days because we have four uh, great guests. Two in studio, two joining us remotely. And I'll say good morning first, if that is okay, uh, to Fanula Rabbit. Good morning, Fanula. How are you getting on? CEO of Highland Radio. First time in this... Uh, part of this program, so it's I wonderful know. to have you on the show. Um, thank you very much. I'm surprisingly nervous about this considering... Excellent. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I normally do the entertainment. That's much easier than this. <laughs> well, not I can just really. sit around and chat about telly. <laughs> uh, Doreen Sheridan Kennedy is a former deputy school principal and a community campaigner. Good morning, uh, Doreen. Great to have you back in studio. Great to see you. Thank you very much, Greg, and uh, it's great to get the invitation to be up here. It's lovely to be part of this community and admire the great work you do in relation to promoting women actually on um, Highland Radio lovely you have lovely new people involved there you have Trudy and you have Sinead and you have Jean Gordon and I, I've seen a big change in what you're well, doing in me. relation to women being promoted so well done well, you can look to your left when you're uh, passing on those <laughs> things rather than looking at me uh, but okay that's fine uh, we also have Senator Pauline O'Reilly Chair of the Green Party Senator wonderful to have you back on the show how are you keeping? Morning, yeah, really well. Excellent. It's a beautiful morning, nice and fresh. Isn't it nice, indeed? And last but certainly not least, Dr Andrea Redmond, artist and community develop, developer worker. Good morning to you, uh, Andrea. How are you keeping this Friday? I'm great. Uh, Greg, thank you so much for having me on. Yeah. Lovely, lovely morning. All right, no, great to have you on. Right, so... 
Uh, today is International Women's Day and the tagline is we won't stop until girls and women are equal everywhere. I'll, I'll start with you, Andrea. Can you foresee a time when such a day like today is, is not needed? Never. Um, I see International Women's Day in, in two respects. I see it, number one, to honour women in the community in the past who are, for example, there's a statue being unveiled of Winnie Carney and uh, Marianne McCracken in Belfast. And we need to honour women and those who spearheaded the movement and women's rights, the women in our community. Uh, and so on one hand, we do that on International Women's Day. And the second part is we take, I think we take stock of where we are and, and our journey to receive or fight for women's rights and equality. So I don't think there'll be a day when it will be uh, non-existent. I think this is something that's seriously important. And I have been involved myself in International Women's Day in exhibits and in protests and things like that for nigh on 30, 40 years. What do you think, uh, Doreen? Well, I suppose I'm, I'm coming at this from the point of view of someone who's now retired as a woman, so therefore I can see things very differently. But like that, I've been involved in the past in the Equality Committee of the INGO, so I look at things with a very different view. But I think we have to look to the woman of the past as well. And, you know, when you're looking at people who have influenced you during your life, I think we, we have to look at the woman of the past and the great work they've done. I suppose I see a lot of women within my political background that I would, would have admired over the years. And also um, look at your own family and how the women in your family mm -hmm. have influenced you. My mother my granny, my sisters, you know, your siblings, your friends, because they all have a role to play. But we all, it's not just a day job. This this has to be forever. We need to be pushing the boundaries and making sure that there's legislation in relation to, it uh, keeps coming and that we keep moving it in the right direction because uh, women still have a lot of work to do themselves in relation to promoting what we uh, w would see as important issues for us. But not only for us, because the issues we push are, are for our younger generation of women, but also to benefit, hopefully, our families in the mm -hmm. long run. It's not just about promoting ourselves. But so. do you believe it's about uh, that the effort is is to, to bring woman, women up on par you know, with how they're treated in life, society options, yeah, equality, uh, fairness. Yes, today is, is about that the battle. It, it, today is about that, but it's a it's a continuous battle. You know, your your first speaker is perfectly right. It will continue. It's not just about a day. There, there is. We're continually looking for new legislation in relation to loads of things. Like recently, I know the INTO were fighting, looking for legislation, and hopefully to move forward in relation to statutory leave, in relation to 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 people losing children through through miscarriage, and those sort of things have to be continually promoted, whether as you've mentioned, different areas of, of, of women's health and different areas of work and getting promotion within jobs and being on boards and and, and going to things like be, being in the European Parliament, being in the, in the Doyle, being in the Aris, for example, you know, so we have to yeah. continually fight. This, this, the fight will never stop. And, and, and Senator O'Reilly, your views on that generally, but also too, just simply because you are a woman, uh, your uh, role in the public eye is, generally speaking, for the most part, um, more difficult than that uh, of a man. Yeah, I think um, I actually recently met Jacinta Ardern um, and it was really, I suppose, it was a bit of an eye-opener to see how women right across the world were all experiencing the same thing. So I don't think it's, you know, it's necessarily to do with Ireland. But I do think that if you don't see people in public life it becomes hard to see yourself in public life. Um, as chair of the Green Party, one of my roles is to try and get people to run 
for us mm. to, to run for election. Now, we have 50-50% men and women, but what I do tend to find is that women have to be asked several times um, because they don't, you know, they just don't naturally uh, see other women around them as, as councillors, as TDs, as senators. Um, and so I think that we have to, it's not about it's not about the women themselves. I think it's about us as a culture ensuring that people feel that there's a place for them. Yeah, but I, I also mean, think, I, you know, I what, what, pardon, what I know yeah. is that um, women do an awful lot of voluntary work. So we do all, we do all of that work and yet ultimately um, do we see ourselves in the boardroom and I think we have to continue to have those kind of conversations and like Andrea, I, do, I don't think that this is going to be resolved overnight. I don't really see a time very soon where we're going to say there's no need to have these conversations because um, everything is, is equally balanced, unfortunately. We just need to keep on pushing on. Yeah, um, and even too, like it was you know, from the get-go on this program, we wanted the the contributors to this program to reflect society as as much as is possible, uh, and particularly in on, on items like this here, where we're talking about issues of the day and what have you. And it is it can be difficult to get women to participate, even with the offer of training and what have you. So it, it's it's breaking down that barrier as well, too, from a sort of hearing the voices as well as seeing people in, in elected positions. Um, Fanula, uh, Rabbit, you're of the view, are you too? Um, sounds like I'm putting words in your mouth. But this, <laughs> this is a day that we will need for, for quite some time to come. I think so. I, I, to be honest, for myself, I feel like that we have to take pause, as Dorian said, and reflect on how far we've come. You know, like in my lifetime, we've moved from the, you know, the, the removal of the marriage bar. You've, you've had, you know, so much progression. I'd like to think that my nieces, you know, that are uh, particularly those that are under 10, don't think that there's anything that they cannot do or there's no job out there if they want to become, you know, a, a truck driver, a welder, or a doctor, and you know, astronaut, whatever you know from any spectrum of the world that they think they can do that but I also think we need to we'll always have this day because there's so much that we need to do about promoting ourselves and getting better you know as as Senator Roddy was saying about realising that we should be stepping into these roles you know I find it fascinating sometimes when even historical things come up about women and we don't realise that happened like even just something small like the road safety have that ad at the moment about um, the first road death mm. now obviously a terrible tragedy but what I find fascinating about it is is that I'd never heard of that woman and she wrote a book a scientific document in 1869 when we would assume yeah, that goodness. women would not have been you know receiving education would not have been you know um able to be involved in anything mm. like that without maybe doing it under mm. a pseudonym mm. or something like that and i find that fascinating every time i see that ad i end up googling and learning a little bit more yeah. about that lady mary ward you mm. know you, you we see it in you know there's an awful lot of movies coming out now um sorry now to reflect back on my normal gig but there's a lot mm. of movies that are coming out now about women that have done amazing historical things in other countries yeah but often it's because the the, re the reason the film becomes remarkable is because they did it not a lot of people knew it they had to it, sort of fight fight the system to sort of get into that's kind of a theme of those films too isn't it it absolutely is and i think like you know i remember the ga had a thing there a few years ago and i know they try to promote it all the time but i always thought the great tagline was you need to see it to be it mm. and that was and i think that that is exactly why we'll always have women's yeah. international women's day even if we reached a point where we were happy with what everything mm. else was 
women need to become better and we need to be teaching our daughters and our grandchildren to, you know, to realise that they need to start promoting themselves But there's a huge role for men in that as well, though, isn't there? Well, I think the men need or to be there. there? To, well, to be honest, I find... I'm on about as in part of the encouragement, education and... I think so. And well, well, I think that what, what we need is we, you need to have the support, obviously, of men. They need to be behind the idea when it comes to legislation. Obviously, you need to have them with, uh, you know, to have the willingness to have an understanding of the needs of women and that the needs of women may be different to the needs of men. Like, that's just a fact, you know. I, but I also think that... For a lot of times, women need to become better cheerleaders for women. Mm-hmm. And we need to be searching out stories, you know, like I said, historical stories, looking at things like that. We also need to be promoting ourselves better. We need to think about how, you know, I was recently on a panel for a, a, a government body that was hiring somebody. Mm-hmm. There was men and women being interviewed. The mm-hmm. difference in the way that the men spoke about themselves and their achievements in comparison like to Like a women. confidence? It's I'd, Yeah, because, I mean, obviously the women were equally as, you know, educated. They were equally as capable. They were, you know, yeah. but it was okay. the, just even the words that they used to describe their achievements. I always say you, you often meet men in life who have, and not home, who have failed upwards, who, you know, have gone from better jobs to better jobs and better jobs. And you kind of go, I don't know how that guy got to that position. And yet it's occasionally you don't. See the same thing. This is why we invited I her know, on, Dory. This is I'm why we invited her on. It's the men falling up into it's positions. Not, it's not okay. all men, but no, it's because they're more confident about yeah. themselves. No, I can't. They uh, describe listen, their CV yeah, better. I, I agree with you. They use better adjectives I know what you to mean. describe themselves. Can I come in on that? It's just something too that, that Pauline said earlier on, you know, you know, about getting women. I've been involved with the Fine Gael Party, so therefore looking for people and promoting people to take part, whether it's at local level, at national level, whatever level you want them to participate, whether it's just an organising your actual political grip. You know, we can't forget that women are still out there with care needs, and I think that's the main factor. Yeah. Women are afraid to I wanna, I wanna, I'll tell you, we're going to come back specifically about that, but I also want to recognise it and put this to you, uh, Andrew, as well, because obviously we're going to talk in an Irish context, but uh, I just want to note, just for examples here, in Afghanistan, 35 out of every 100 women reportedly are exposed to violence at the hands of an intimate partner. Uh, Honour killings are illegal there, but still while uh, still widely prevalent. In Syria, 16.9% of women feel safe in their own countries. So that's 16.9% feel safe in their own communities, I beg your pardon. In Pakistan... Uh, there's an employment rate of just over 20% amongst women, uh, largely discriminatory set of social norms and legal frameworks and high instance of intimate partner violence and also a country where um, uh, honour killings <coughs> are widely prevalent. Uh, Angela, so I'm not, I'm not pulling those countries out to have a go with those countries, but you know, we're, there's... there's there's different things happening in different countries, Andrea, as well. In, in we, we can't forget also that there's huge gender-based violence in Ireland. Yeah, and, of course. And, you yes. know, listening to the contributors are absolutely right. We, we do have a lot of work to do, and we've already, our mothers and grandmothers have done a lot of work to get us where we are. But also there's an onus on men, and there's responsibility, and an onus on government to deal with things like gender-based violence or to organizations like Women's Aid. I mean, since in 2022, for example, Women's Aid had 31,000 calls uh, for support. Um, You know, there are women killed, 225 women have been killed in Ireland since 1996. You know, we look at the things, the barriers for us, for barriers for women to get involved in politics, the barriers for myself as an artist, for women to get more involved. 
I've been involved in the community sector for, as I said, nearly 40 years, and it's predominantly women. And the work that women have done um, and the issues that they have tackled, but then the, there's, a, there's a glass ceiling, and the glass ceiling is to do with things, practical things like childcare, about women getting involved in government or major corporations is, is you know, it's they're not family friendly. Okay. You know, so there's so much that has to be done, not just by women, but in conjunction with men. And this, okay. This I want to come, I want to come back to that. This benefits the family. This benefits everyone, men as well as women. I want to go around the panel on that issue as well, because I've been talking in, in, in for as long as I've been in journalism, which is, is a couple of decades now at this point, about the barriers for women entering local politics and, and what have you. So I want to sort of maybe have a, a particular focus on that before we move on to some other issues of the day as well. But first, uh, we have to take a break and we'll be back with Fanula, uh, Doreen, uh, Senator Pauline O'Reilly and Dr Andrea Redmond after we take this quick break. With Letterkenny Credit Union. Simplify your debts with a debt consolidation loan from Letterkenny Credit Union. Call us on 074-910-2126 or apply online via our app or in office today. Testing, testing. Do you need to get your hearing tested? Test your hearing with a free sample hearing aid from Hidden Hearing. Order your free sample hearing aid today. Call 1-800-370-000 or visit hiddenhearing.ie. 9,000 new farmers are accepted into Acres. For more in your Irish Farmers Journal, here's Paul Mooney. We reveal how the department has found funding for more Acres spaces. No plans for new land designations? Weanling prices hit an average of €4 Euros a kilo. 15,000 farmers wanted for new water scheme. We answer your questions on the nature restoration law. What do skep changes mean for your suckler herd? And omits our special on vacant house grants. All inside the Irish Farmers Journal. You cannot afford to miss are your small appliances due an upgrade? Irwin Expert Electrical, your ultimate destination for all things electrical. From stylish toasters and kettles to innovative coffee machines and air fryers. Or elevate your tech game with our selection of smartwatches, iPads, laptops and phones and TVs from all your top brands. Stay connected with Irwin Expert Electrical, Letterkenny and Bonkrana. With everything from pedal and electric ride-ons to go-karts and scooters, there's loads of fun guaranteed all year round at Tinney's Toys in Letterkenny. If you have a kid's birthday coming up, see the great choice at Tinney's Toys to make it extra special. Visit Tinney's Toys on Leck Road, Letterkenny or shop online for express delivery at tinneystoys.com. Tinney's Toys, with so much more than just farm toys. Refresh your skin and makeup routine this spring at McElhenney's. Don't miss out on our free Clarins gift at McElhenney's. Buy two or more Clarins products, one to be moisturiser or serum, and get four free travel size essentials plus a cosmetic bag. Available in store and online. Yeah, well, I, I was a councillor uh, before becoming a senator, and now obviously I'm running for Europe as well in, in this region in Midlands Northwest. But certainly in Galway and Donegal is the exact same. You can be travelling hours to meetings. And um, so it does take up a huge amount of your life. I think you have to really believe in something very, very strongly to go into politics, believe in the importance of 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 democracy but apart from that it is everything else I'm very lucky in that I do have um, a very supportive partner so when I'm up in Dublin um, he's caring for the children um, 
But, you know, what about lone parents, for instance? What, you know, the barriers that there are there for lone parents is significant. And Grace O'Sullivan, who's one of our MEPs in, in Ireland South, she's a lone parent, but she also ha- has, um, you know, a child who is disabled, who is an adult child now at this stage. The additional then responsibilities for caring then fall on the rest of the family. So, um, but if we don't have women in politics, then... We can't change these things. Um, Men should absolutely be changing it. But my experience is that they don't. That is my experience. In the Shannon, we have 40% women. In the Dáil, it's 23% women. And in the Shannon, we have done a huge amount of work in relation to women's health care. I brought forward a motion in, in relation to free contraception, for instance. And in 2023, um over 200,000 women accessed that. I'm working on free HRT at the moment. And myself and um, the leader of, of the Fianna Gael party in the Shannad, Regina Doherty, and the Fianna Fáil party in the, in the Shannad, Lisa Chambers, we all worked on a bill around, um, around sexual assault um, cases where at the moment, or certainly up, up until recently, until this bill is passed, um, you could go uh, to court, be convicted of sexual assault or rape. Let's be honest, it's usually usually rape or sexual assault against women and yet still be able to present um, references from people in your community without having those cross-examined or without having to verify that they're truthful or honest. And that that has been a huge problem for people stepping forward when it comes to having been sexually assaulted or rape, raped. So we have managed to get that over the line. But it's by working together, I think, as women that we have achieved a lot of these things, putting aside the fact that we're from different political parties. But um, I think it's a good thing that we see that that's happening in the Shannon. But I think it really does highlight the fact that when you have women there, um, the, the things that are particular to women get highlighted more Um, and that's why it's important it's not to say that we don't hold men to account to do it but of course the lived experiences that you have Come, come into play mm-hmm. when you're in politics, and of course and that's just, not just in the from the area of women. It's it's the members no. of the travelling community. Exactly. It's members of the LGBT plus community. You know what I mean? It's you, you you need people, don't you? Advocating, you know, from a position of knowledge as well. We, Absolutely, we t- and from and from minority backgrounds yeah. as well. I think that's you know we really need to see a shift in Ireland now to be much more representative of who we are um, as a totality of our community. Uh, we uh, we heard from uh, the the senator there, Doreen, talking about forty um, percent representation in the Shannon. I think it's twenty three percent in the Dáil. Yeah, eight percent in Donegal County Council. With the very sad passing of of Noreen McGarvey. The decision by Rena Donaghy to uh, retire, marry Therese Gallagher, another powerful politician, choosing to step away from politics. That leaves uh, Neve Kennedy down in Kitty Beggs, really, at this stage as the sole elected uh, representative. Um, and, and I suppose you are involved in the back end of Fine Gael as well. Um, I'm not sure how many female candidates you are putting through, uh, putting forward, but 
you know, it, it comes back to, and that's not a criticism of Fine Gael, it sort of uh, comes back to the challenges, really, I suppose, well, I suppose of yeah, getting people to come forward. There are challenges within every political party, as the two other ladies have referred to, but I think maybe at European level and also at national level, our, you know, our woman participation is very, very good. I'll take, for example, there, that the last lady was saying about um, we need a different type of people representing us, like Maria Walsh parachuted into Fine Gael, you, uh, you know, at the last election, and she has bought uh, a whole mindset and a whole... Um, you know, support for for the LGBT group and for rights and for a very different Fine Gael than we had represented in the past. So she's bought that as far as we're concerned in, 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 in the Midlands, Donegal, North East. But also, um, you know, we look at Helen McEntee, who in, within her role as, as Minister for Justice, like um, decided to push to take two maternity leaves. That was huge, regardless of who was taking it, whatever political party was taking it. And that's what needs to be done. Women need to make a stand. And that's what's wrong. Women are partly to blame for lack of women, Participating, and I'd be the first to say that because we're we're nearly afraid to put ourselves Andrew, forward. Come back, come in on that too, because this is a you know. No, I don't agree. I don't agree with that. I think the the barriers have been there, and I don't think blaming women is 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 it. I think their reluctance is could be confidence. <coughs> it could, but it, a lot of it is just their hands. I mean, when, family responsibilities. You know, the lack you go into a lot of these political parties, and it suits. You know, it can be very off-putting. I've worked in community. The community sector is, is composed 90% of women. But then to, to get them to do that jump, the reluctance is just the male culture. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, I have no problem with that. But I also do think that women themselves have to believe more in themselves and have to sell themselves better because sometimes you really have to be good to be on a board. You really have to be good to be and get a job. You really have but to do put you, yourself do you, out the, there. Sorry to cut across you, but do you not think it's the responsibility of these political parties? For example, how many women are going to be put forward for the council elections? So that's a simple question in council. We can see it's a, it's a very male-dominated uh, platform at the moment. So here's yeah. a perfect opportunity for Fianna Gael and some of the parties promote women in the community mm -hmm. yeah so well they, really last time out last, last time out of local women. government we did put forward four women and um we you know we, we are actively involved a lot of women have been spoken to in relation to participating but at local level just they're they're not available and because of the care needs that you're referring to okay because of child care needs right. because of maybe care needs in the home uh, they've decided not to go but it's easier well, that for men. Brings us, that brings us back to the start of the conversation again, too, as to what are the barriers. And, and it comes back to caring, Fanula, uh, people feeling they have to make choices. Well, I, I, I totally agree. And I have to say, I, I do agree with Dory. And I think that sometimes women need to have a, have a look at themselves and sort mm. of say, OK, exactly what is it that we need to do this? One of the problems I find is, is and, you know, I've been involved in different politics over the years, is, first of all, like the barriers to entry are, if you're a young woman and you're, you know, think either married or thinking about getting married or possibly thinking about having kids, you'd have a tendency not to put yourself forward because you realise that it's not conducive to that kind of a lifestyle. And then by the time women get to a point in their lives, if they have been mothers and carers, they've then you hear from them, oh God, I'm too old to do that now. So we're either too young mm. or we're too old. And these are the barriers that we're nearly putting on ourselves. But also it's that we need to start looking at why, um, you know, more supports there for women to be able to go forward. And the other thing is, I'd like to think is, you know, we talk about want women to go running in elections and the political parties should put women in elections, but how many women are putting themselves forward and not getting on the ticket? I'm not sure if that's a very high number. 
And I think that's something that we need to be talking about. Yeah, but about it's very it's difficult for a lot of the, the women that ran the last time were independents, and it can be very hard to sort of get over the line yourself. Uh, you also, oh, when you talk about how they were selected, it, some of the candidates were selected in quite strange areas where they really didn't have a chance for that party. You don't want to get into the ins and outs. Oh, no, I think, but I think that's what we need to look deeper. at is, you know, by say, when we say, but, oh, the political parties aren't promoting women, yeah. I think we need to... T- what we need to do is we need to take one step back and say, okay, is there uh, is there an element of within political parties, women are putting themselves forward to the common, to whatever, you know, the process is, and then they're not managing to get onto the ticket? Is it that, you know what I mean? Is it that women aren't coming forward at all? Or is it that they're not managing to get on the ticket? This is the kind of research that we need to be looking into to see alongside what would make people, you know, what assistance do we need? See, I look everywhere and I see... Women in look at the the look at the defective concrete block crisis for an example the 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 the, the powerful women that are leading that alongside with fellas as well and and that's just one example the, these people these community leaders are there mm-hmm. but I, I just wonder uh, Senator O'Reilly you know during COVID all of a sudden every- historical issue that it's more men that are already elected so we have male councillors sitting in those seats if a woman puts themselves up against a sitting councillor. Very difficult. They're not going to get selected. Well, it's not to do with their gender. It's just it's just the pure fact yeah. that it's a man sitting in well, the Well, there's seat. also a few men have stepped aside as well and, and I, I anticipate more here in Donegal. It'll be interesting and, and to that's see. Where, and that's where the shift, I think, can really be made. And that's right. what we really have to push for, I think, in this election, which is coming up in June. All right, stay right where you are. Back after these. Watch the show live now on YouTube, Facebook and at highlandradio.com. The Nine Till Noon Show is brought to you by Letterkenny Credit Union. Digital loans now available. Apply online or via our app today and get your loan transferred directly to your current account. Kia is now making it easier to go green, offering 0% finance on the all-new Kia Nero. With an impressive 460 kilometer range on a single charge, the Nero ensures you can go the distance without compromise. Visit imotors.ie today and avail of this limited offer. New this week in Home Store and more. All Pyrex kitchenware is all half price. That's right, half price. But better hurry, because when all the half price Pyrex kitchenware is gone, it's gone. Also, all wall mirrors and clocks and all garden plant pots are still all half price. But when all the half price wall mirrors and clocks and all the half price garden plant pots are gone, they're definitely gone. Drop by your local home store and more. Visit us online at homestoreandmore.ie. New store now open in Frascati Centre, Blackrock. Home store and more. A happy home. In the next 15 seconds, you're going to find out where is the best place in the northwest to buy a bed or mattress. It's Restex Beds and Furniture Mountaintop, Letterkenny, where comfort meets style. This Mother's Day, treat your mum to a delightful experience at Radisson Blue Letterkenny. Come together for a sumptuous lunch from 12.30 to 3 on Sunday the 10th of March for just $34.95 per person. A kids' menu is also available. Reserve your table today by calling 919-4444. Make your mum's day memorable with Radisson Blue, Letter Kenny. A public interest message from Donegal County Council. It's the time of year when poor driving conditions are causing accidents. But did you know that a scratched wing or dent repair, which needs a respray, can only be done legally by a certified operator who holds a valid certificate of approval from Donegal County Council? 
body shop or garage must display a valid certificate, proving they have been inspected and meet the requirements of the Deco Paints legislation, best practice guidelines for vehicle refinishing and the Air Pollution Act. For an up-to-date list of certified operators, check the Council's website or phone us at 9153900. Donegal County Council, protecting the environment. Okay, an all-party parliamentary committee is recommending that legislation be introduced to allow for assisted dying if a person has a terminal illness or has only a short time to live. A majority on the Rockdust Committee on Assisted Dying supported the proposal that the law be changed to allow someone to get assistance to end their life if they have between 6 and 12 months to live. The legislation would apply to people who have been diagnosed with an illness or a medical condition that is incurable, irreversible, progressive and at an advanced stage that will cause death within six months. It's expected that the time limit with those with a neurodegenerative condition will be extended to 12 months. So, Fanula, a progressive move for, for you, a step in the wrong direction? I, you pose this question and I have to say it's a very difficult one. For me, anyways, because I, I, I don't know what I think of it. You know, it's one of those things where I can totally understand why people push for it. You, you know, hear of people who have terrible diseases. If, if anybody has visited somebody in a nursing home, you've seen some people who are, you know, elderly that are coming to the end of their lives that are suffering greatly. And you kind of think to yourself, is this the right way? Or is this the way you'd like to go yourself? And yet on the other side of it then, what is the right right thing to do? You know, I know there's concerns about, you know, who makes the decision, how do things done. So I have to say, it's one of those areas in which I, I just don't know. I wouldn't like to be the one legislating on it. Because I think the way the I wording phrased, is so I think the way I phrase the question, it sounds reasonable. Yeah. But it's then how that ends up being interpreted or where it goes from here. Because we've heard concerns from from groups and it's a concern I would have too personally to be honest with you is that do we get to a point then where an older person feels like they're a burden and uh, you know older people are already uh, being treated horrendously in many areas in this country in many areas of life like does do we find a situation where that all people are being coerced into making this type of a decision that's where well, I mean, I was looking at, like, in Canada, it, it was introduced in 2016, and uh, the figures that I could find online was that there was a 1,000 people that availed of the medically-assisted um, death in, in Canada in 2016. In 2022, uh, 13,000 people did. Now, does that mean that more people became aware of the possibility? I, it, it's it's such a minefield because, to be honest, in, in my heart of hearts, I, there's so many diseases that you hear about and you think, oh, my God, if mm. I actually got that, um, would that be, you know, would I be able to cope with it myself? Would I want my family to cope with it? And you can kind of think to yourself, oh, yeah, that would be an option that I would like to have. But I just but can't, again, find just, myself, if I got a, a degenerative uh, disease, would I make this decision because I don't want to put my family through caring for me? Uh, 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 yeah. And is that is it's, that it's a legit, would that be a legitimate reason? We'll come back to you, Fanula. Um, what do you think? Uh, I'll go to you next, Doreen, if that's okay. Well, I actually was horrified when I kind of read up about this because I just think it's going to change the whole, the whole opinion and view of how we look after our people in the future. And because I am at the age that I'm at, I am one of those people. So in twenty years' time, ten years' time, please God, if I am lying in a bed and and. Uh, because I can't make a decision for myself, my family are going to decide whether I, 
I just think it's an awful um, change in society to think that we can be calling the shots in relation to how we deal with disabled people, how we deal with care of elderly people. Do you think the checks and people. balances could be put in place oh, to satisfy you? Uh, no, I don't think so. I, I'm just horrified at the thought of this and I just think it's very wrong and I think it's going to change people's attitude to care of the elderly, care of the disabled, care of our young and even looking back maybe on pregnancies and where children are, are known through examination that they are either have downs or that there is some um, impediment that is there you know, is that make, what I mean? Well, we'll just because we're getting rid of you know the euthanasia is in there, so therefore, why not get rid of these babies at an early stage? It's horrific, and I just don't want anything to do with it. I was, I, was, uh, I knew a fella, uh, an old fella in Brussels that was involved in this legislation. Side of things. Yeah, yeah, not legislation, no, in the administrative. They were a support nurse. Okay, right? and yeah. uh, he had a mate who uh, he had a mate that uh, had MS. Yeah. Okay, uh, mid to late thirties. They were friends, and and. They uh, and I saw the pictures. They went out for a drink beforehand, not an actual drink, but you know what I mean. Uh, and this guy was was mobile, um, and uh, you, you know what I mean. It wasn't at the advanced stage of it. And then they went back in the afternoon, and he took uh, his own life. Well, well, he took the chemicals, which yeah, facilitated, yeah, yeah. And and I didn't know. I mean, it was I, I didn't know how to process it. Life is precious. I don't know how to process it, yeah. but it's his life. Yeah. But it's yeah. his life. No, his but journey. life is precious, and whether it is or has not his life, the man above is the man who decides. See, at this you, point, we you, can you, still say, for instance, we can still say, "I'm not going down the chemotherapy route or the radiothera- radiotherapy route." We do choose, do we not? Yes, to to receive or not receive medication, but that's mm. different because we don't know whether the chemotherapy will kill us or whether or not you know not taking it will kill us. So no, the the whole thing of life being handed over to someone else that has the right to okay, decide. We're not already at this point. To and I really want to choose my language carefully here. We kind of, in certain circumstances, can have a very good idea in certain settings as to when someone's going to die. But that doesn't make it right that we take that. Okay. That doesn't make it right. Life is precious. Uh, I, I look. I, I, I don't disagree. Obviously, it, people should live their lives to the extent that they want. But on the other hand, then you know, you talked about you know, if you're at a point in your life and you're you're in for a, a terrible example but in a nursing home and you're you know completely bed bound and incapable is that the life I, it's the, I think the problem with it is is that we're, you're sitting here in the holier health and I think that we need that in order for this to come in there needs to be a lot of conversations with organisations and with people who this would genuinely impact okay. it's very difficult in the whole of your health to be able to say make decisions to make decisions for others you know Senator Riley's yeah. a legislator um, you know what, what, what's your view on this yeah look I think what's interesting is that it's it's um, it's a joint interactive committee that was just looking at this issue only this issue now I heard the bells going off non-stop all day long on one particular day and so the bells when you're in Leinster House the bells go off every time there's a vote so you know there there's divided opinion about yeah. it but I think what's also interesting is that some people I think everybody who went into that committee pretty much there was a couple maybe who knew exactly where they stood I think a lot of people who went into that committee didn't know how they were going to come out of it and how they were going to feel and yet they did go down the route of saying actually I do think that in certain circumstances it's achievable with the right checks and balances Mm -hmm. but I feel like this is this is a moral question that that actually people 
a society in general in Ireland deserves to talk about. Um, but I think it's really important that a lot of, you know, a lot of the things that we mentioned here, that's not what the, what the Joint Rocks Committee found. What they found is you would have to show categorically 100 percent that you were going to die within six months but with respect with respect we have seen we have seen in the past and some would argue legislation sold to us as being very restrictive uh you know checks and balances many hoops that have to be jumping uh jumped through and then as it turns out it's not like that at all Uh, and i think maybe the public are would be reluctant to buy Go ahead. Yeah, so, so, no, just you cut across me whenever you want, uh, Pauline. No, Pauline, did you want to come back on that? Sorry, yeah, I just wanted to say, I think I think let's remember that there's vulnerable people here on both sides. You know, that there's people here who have fought for years and years to get this right as well. So it's not just the people who, you know, are concerned about bringing this in. It's also the people who have mm. fought for this with mm. really heartbreaking stories. Mm. And it goes back sure. to the Marie Fleming Supreme Court case in 2013. That's kind of where it came to the fore and her husband, Tom Curran, fighting for the right for her to end her life with dignity. So, you know, there's also those people mm. that are listening to this yeah. that I really feel I get for. you, Pauline. I think there's moral questions uh, uh, on probably on both sides. For sure. And I feel, you know, I feel it's probably worth having Andrea, a more conversation the, about it. Like, I, I get exactly what Pauline is saying, and I find my views being changed by the, the arguments uh, and the people that have this lived experience and have campaigned. But again, this is something where, this is something that we're legislating for, Andrea, that it's not the topic of conversation in every house. There aren't people all over the country saying, when will they ever bring an assisted dying here? I mean, we are going to very significantly change the legislation, you know, off the back of a relatively small number of high-profile cases. Is that well, well, the recommendations are coming on the 20th, I think, of March. And the purpose of the legislation is to end suffering. So, I mean, the, the parameters are, are somebody who's terminally ill. I don't think it, it would be uh, relate to somebody with dementia, somebody who has to be compassmentous to make the decision with their doctor. You're giving the individual bod- bodily autonomy in making a decision. We had a, a family experience where fa- uh, an aunt had um, cancer in her spine and no ma- amount of pain relief medication could assist her and her passing was, was quite horrible. So this is something that we need to look at what the Arachnus has come through. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had uh, research done by RT recently where nearly 70% were in favor of assisted dying. So, I mean, we need to look at it. The discussion mm-hmm. needs to be made. I don't think we, we relate this immediately mm-hmm. to people who have dementia, who are not don't have their faculties to make a decision where the decision is made by the family. This is a decision that's made by somebody who's terminally ill, who has only a few months left, and we're trying to Mm. think about how to relieve unnecessary pain. Yeah, but in relation to unnecessary pain, there are... Canada, Spain, Australia, New Zealand... And then, of course, then what happens is is, is, is the the, the parameters are widened then. I mean, you talk about there are hundreds of thousands of people living with unmanageable chronic pain in this country as well. Uh, they, uh, are they going to be disadvantaged because they don't have a terminal illness uh, diagnosis? Well, These mean, are the conversations that what, might follow. The, we have to look at what the Iraqis recommends and, yep. and what's put okay. into, you know, first before. 
uh, Fanula, did you want to come back in there? Well, oh no, I was only just going to repeat the statistic there that, uh, that Dr. Edmund said, you know, like in 2021, there was a poll in this country, uh, 74% said yes, 14% said no, and the balance were that they didn't know how they felt about it. I think the good thing about this committee, if nothing else, when the recommendations come, I think we'll actually have the conversation. Mm. We have a tendency... It, in my opinion, in Ireland, we consider ourselves to be very good with death and dying because of the way that we wake yeah. and, you know, the way we express it. But we do not like to have conversations about it. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, is that we need to start having conversations about these things. And like I say, you know, it's it's very difficult when I, I there's certain illnesses and even here at the station do, you talk to people. Does the general population want the conversation? That's what I'm talking about. You talked about polls and I'm not I referencing anything to do with the referendums today because we can't. But there were polls very recently that suggested an outcome one way or other that may come to pass on the day itself be a completely different result. You know, when we're talking about something, when we're, so, well, when we're talking about something so major should we be leaning on a poll that was conducted not, amongst two or I know but we're not people? leaning on the poll in order to create the legislation but what to, I the reason why I would mention the to poll create a want for is it. to create the, no it's to create the conversation okay. let's have a conversation and figure out like obviously you can you know sometimes you get a poll and it says like 100% are for it and then you find out they asked 200 people you know what I mean do you think we're general, 5 million do you so, think the general population want this conversation I for think it? the conversation isn't out there at all and I'm hoping with a bit of luck that the paper won't be forwarded on the 20th and I'm hoping that it'll fall before the general election because I don't think there's been enough debate about it and while as they might be arguing about it and having their activist committees and, 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 and I'm not I'm not criticising them but the general public haven't had this conversation we're, we're not we're not having this conversation around the tables look, that, look how difficult we it was well whether we should or not it hasn't been out there and you, you mm. re- referred that to yourself Greg it isn't happening out there people don't know that they're talking about bringing in euthanasia people don't know that they're talking about making this decision for people and I know there's a whole lot of rules and it's compassion and all the rest so with a bit of luck it'll not be ready to go to the public because there's so much sense Senator O'Reilly you talked of the the moral dilemma as people walked in to vote this is really quite I would personally want people to be very very sure long before they walked into that voting chamber on something as significant of this be it yes or nay that they would be very very clear quite some time before walking in to cast their vote. I hope I'm not misframing your commentary. But yeah, it's no, it may, uh, no, perhaps maybe I didn't I didn't um, clarify it as well as I could have. So what I mean is that at the start of the committee, so this committee has been ongoing for months and months, almost a year. And at the start of that, people really wanted to hear, I guess, from experts in order to be able to think, you know, how, how am I going to feel about this at the end? So absolutely, they knew how they felt by the end. But I think what's interesting is that if you listen to people who are experts in the area, that you can have some of your concerns allayed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that that's what happened. And that's why I think citizens' assemblies are, are really welcome, because that's that's um, all of us as ordinary citizens getting to hear all of the detail and all of the data mm-hmm and then making up your mind. And I do think that that's what needs to happen. But let's be really clear, this isn't a piece of legislation. This isn't a Mm. bill. This is a report that is saying, yeah. Well, if you are going, if if the Oireachtas is going to make legislation, here are the things it should. But it is consider. the first step. So it's, it's a long, long it is, way of course, from but it a is. piece of legislation. It's certainly not. Um, Start the conversation. Not going exactly. to be a case of like you know tomorrow there's going to be a piece of legislation. Like I, I just don't see that at all. Pauline, I think 
most politicians want the conversation to happen with mm. the public. Senator Pauline O'Reilly, it's always a pleasure. Chair of the Green Party, thank you so very much. I'm sure ahead of the EU elections, the European elections, we'll be speaking again into the future uh, in any case. Thank you very much indeed. Andrea, it's always lovely to have you on the programme. Thank you so much for accepting the invite. Thank you. Have a lovely day. Take care of yourself, you. Andrea. God bless. Thank you. Um, uh, Fanula Rabbit, CEO of Highland Radio. Thank hope you. Hope you enjoyed it. Oh, I did. I hope did I did all right. <laughs> you did fantastic, as always. <laughs> Me too. And Doreen Sheridan Kennedy, a little bit disappointed that me and you didn't fall out, but I suppose it's nice, maybe, if we're nice to each other sometimes. What do you well, think? is that because of the day? That's, and it'd be nice to the woman in your life. Ring your mammy, ring your sisters, ring your siblings. Have That's a great it. day, all the women of the country, because we deserve it. And the weekend, just, now, because Mother's Day is on... Ex- oh, thank you for yeah. the reminder. Now, just a reminder, too, by the way, I can't say anything at the moment but as you would know we have been uh, we have been uh, platforming the conversation about the uh, mental health services for uh, children and young adults that are provided by the parochial uh, what's pastoral, the name of it the pastoral, pastoral, pastoral centre yeah. we're anticipating some good news in relation to that yeah. after 10 o'clock um, great so work to everybody so hopefully if we can get confirmation of that mm, and the, that's a great day uh, oh, it's re- a good day. So stay and tuned. And regardless of how you're do- what you're going to do, don't forget to go out and vote. That's go the out important and vote. Thing. Go and, out and yeah, vote today. Exactly. Regardless of, it doesn't matter what, which way you where you're going to go in it, just go in. Because actually, actually those most motivated uh, to vote will swing it one way or another in a low turnout. So have your say. Yeah, have your Thanks say. Thanks, Greg. The 9 Till Noon Show with Letterkenny Credit Union. Now offering mortgages from €40,000 to €600,000 with no hidden fees or transaction charges. Letterkenny Credit Union, 9102127. Looking for real choice? Leave diesel behind and make the move to Toyota Hybrid Electric at Kelly's Toyota Letterkenny and Mount Charles. World-leading hybrid electric technology, lower emissions driving, with the widest choice of hybrid electric models from Ireland's best-selling car brand. With flexible payment options available, make the move today at Kelly's Toyota Letterkenny and Mount Charles. Toyota, built for a better world. 9,000 new farmers are accepted into Acres. For more in your Irish Farmers Journal, here's Paul Mooney. We reveal how the department has found funding for more Acres spaces. No plans for new land designations? Weanling prices hit an average of €4 Euros a kilo. 15,000 farmers wanted for new water scheme. We answer your questions on the nature restoration law. What do skep changes mean for your suckler herd? And don't miss our special on vacant house grants. All inside the Irish Farmers Journal. You cannot afford to miss it. Foy & Company, Bally Buffet and Letterkenny are the largest stockists of interior and exterior paint in the Northwest. If you're planning a painting project and need help picking the right colour and brand of paint for your home or commercial premises, call in and ask our qualified paint colour consultants, interior designers and interior stylists. The team at Foy & Company, Bally Buffet and Letterkenny will be delighted to help. This Mother's Day, treat your mum to a beautiful bouquet of flowers from Annie's Flowers and Gifts in Letterkenny. Call 91-777-40 or order online at anniesflowers.ie. Make it special this Mother's Day with Annie's Flowers and Gifts, Lower Main Street, Letterkenny. 
Highland Radio weather updates with Ireland West Airport. You don't visit Liverpool for the weather, but it does rain goals at Anfield. Fly to Liverpool daily with Ryanair. Ireland West Airport. Don't just take off, take it easy. Mostly dry today with a mix of cloud and sunny spells. A few showers of possible highs. Temperatures of 6 to 8 degrees in moderate to fresh easterly winds strong near the coasts. We'll be back with more after the news and obituary notices. The 9 till noon show is brought to you by Letterkenny Credit Union. Our community uh, hero, the Highland Radio Community Hero Award. Uh, and we're asking uh, you out there, the great listening public, to nominate uh, a neighbour, a family friend, a colleague or community supporter who's made an extraordinary contribution within their community or within a family. You know, it could be someone who's caring within the family that goes above and beyond the call of duty. Um, any, any. I don't want to influence you in any way, shape or form, but we want to make sure that people out there, it's all relative, okay, and someone can be amazing in your life uh, and they don't have to be widely known. We just want to recognise them. So uh, we want to award five community heroes uh, to recognise their work, but also uh, to give them €1,000 in cash as well uh, by way of a generous donation uh, that we had into the studio from a listener that wishes to remain anonymous. So do you know someone that goes beyond the call of duty? Do you know someone that helps in their community or in their area, who cares in the community, volunteers in the community? Maybe they're that person that makes sure uh, an, an older person in the area gets a visit or, or, or what have you. As I say, I don't want to influence, but I want to throw the, cast, uh, the, the net as wide as possible in your imagination so that you uh, nominate. And all you have to do is uh, email hero at highlandradio.com hero at highlandradio.com so include their name address the reason why you're nominating them and your contact details to hero at highlandradio.com or post your nomination to Highland Radio Mountain Top Letter Kenny County Donegal now we only have really effectively next week so uh, please get nominating it won't take long you don't have to write an essay or 50 paragraphs uh, just tell us why this person is special why you believe they're special and why you think they should be recognised as a 2024 Highland Radio Community Hero and also win a prize of €1,000 by way of a thank you. So, go to our website as well, highlandradio.com and uh, you'll see the link for the email address there and the address to send it in uh, and so on and so forth. Okay, uh, good stuff. Uh, When is International Men's Day? Women can be so hard done by. Well, you could make a strong argument that... uh, Every day is International Men's Day. This is not about bringing men down. And whenever you sort of try and make life uh, better for an individual group, it's not to take anything away from you. It's to uh, make sure that we are all, as human beings, uh, treated equally and for the same opportunity. I don't feel, as a man threatened by that, as a uh, straight white male, honestly, the amount of... Um, the amount of prejudice that I come across, the amount of times I think that, oh, wow, this isn't fair. Why am I being treated like this? It's very, very, very rare. And ask yourself if you're in the same category. Uh, so I don't feel threatened by women um, having an international day. As I said earlier on, uh, there's an incredible issue. I didn't say it, actually. Andrea, Andrea quite rightly pointed it out. Uh, you know, re- domestic violence, uh, it's a huge issue in this country. Uh, the abuse of, of, of women... Uh, and, and then, of course, the opportunities uh, that 
it's more difficult for women in many cases. And then globally, uh, though there's not a hierarchy necessarily, um, there is still a major, major issue that men don't really, uh, not exclusively, but generally don't um, have to endure. So, as I say, for me, I feel when I hear what other people have to go through, that men's day is every day. What can I do? I've not got my voting card in the post. Can I still vote? Providing you're on the register, you can go to your local... uh, uh, ballot box and bring some ID with you and if you're on the register you can still vote so you do not need your voting card to vote I agree with the lady who says there's no conversation about assisted uh, dying why is the matter even being discussed when no one is raising the issue in everyday public discourse some people are hell bent on changing the face of Ireland on the world stage in the belief and saying men are for Mars uh, well, it's the other way round, I thought. Men are from Mars and women are from A, Jupiter, B, Venus. Complete the following common saying. Men are from Mars and women are from A, Jupiter, B, Venus. Text A or B, followed by your name, where you're from, to 0866025000, WhatsApps and texts, and one of you will be the recipient of a 100 euro voucher for Kelly's Centra. Okay, back with more shortly. It's time for Vision Ireland Bingo on Highland Radio. It's Friday the 8th of March. You're playing on the yellow sheet. The reference number is S10. It's game number 10. The numbers are 16, 53, 67, 56, 25, 84, 63 80 26 and finally 75 Phone your claim to 910-4833 before 8 tonight leaving your name, contact number and the name of the shop where you purchased your book and we'll call you back the next working day Get all your Vision Ireland bingo information at highlandradio.com the 9 Till Noon Show is brought to you by Letterkenny Credit Union. Offering low-rate car loans with fast approval. Apply online at letterkennycu.ie or in office today. Craving a taste of bliss by the water? Dive into deliciousness at the water's edge in Rathmullen. Our coffee and snack bar offers a daily dose of freshness and flavour. From scrumptious light bites to tasty snacks and freshly brewed coffee. Served daily from 10am to 3pm. And delicious fresh pizza served daily from 12pm. Opening Thursday the 14th of March. See you soon at the water's edge. With a high digital online skills course, you'll feel a real difference. I can listen to all the music I like. The bus app that's coming out, it's brilliant. Anything you want to know, it's at your fingertips. They're small things, but they mean something. Learn essential online skills with simple, accessible lessons at highdigital.ie or free phone 1-800-203030. Brought to you by Vodafone Foundation and Alone. Vodafone, together we can. The Highland Radio Birthday Bash featuring Margot and special guests. Tickets are 30 euro each and are now available at Highland Radio, the Mount Terrigal Hotel at Kenny, Alexander's Bally Buffet, Simpsons Bar Carandona, and the Cope Dunlow. For further information, call the station on 9125000 or check out the outlet at highlandradio.com. 
Now, this day next week, Friday the 15th of March, Highland Radio is celebrating its uh, birthday and we are hosting a fundraising day in association with three charities which are close to our hearts. Now, there's going to be some activity which we'll tell you more about uh, at Letterkenny Shopping Centre and also uh, the day's programming on Highland Radio is going to be incredibly different. You're going to hear fishes out of water, uh, people in different slots that you wouldn't ordinarily hear different things uh, that I'm not allowed to talk about but I kind of have just done so but anyway that'll be grand uh, we heard yesterday from the uh, Irish Wheelchair Association in Donegal and the fantastic work uh, that they do we had Martin and um, uh, we had Martin and Kiva in I'll have to double check Kiva's name I'm going to get killed next time she's in but anyway uh, we had them in and we had uh, some of the people working with the Irish Wheelchair Association in Donegal. They're uh, helping uh, loads of people and always striving to do more and they're looking, uh, they're looking to acquire a new bus as well so they can take uh, more of their users out and about and what have you. Uh, Breast, Care North, uh, Breast Cancer Northwest is also uh, a charity which we will all be supporting next Friday and Jigsaw. Damien Cole is service manager for Jigsaw. So we want to learn a little bit more about the organisation uh, so as to uh, people understand what they do, but also motivate uh, generosity this day next week. OK, Damien Cole, service manager for Jigsaw. Good morning to you. And I should also welcome uh, onto the programme as well, Emma Curran, who is a youth advocate with Jigsaw. So what is Jigsaw? So Jigsaw, first of all, I'd like to thank uh, Highland Radio for considering us and as a beneficiary for this. We're absolutely delighted. Yeah. Um, so Jigsaw is a youth uh, mental health service. It's a therapeutic mental health service for young people aged 12 to 25 years of age. It's a free service where young people can come in. There's a there's a couple of different arms to what we do in terms of our therapeutic supports where young people can come in and talk about what's going on in their lives and, and get that support. They Is need. it casual rather than clinical? It's clinical. It yeah, is clinical. So, yeah, okay. So it's clinical right. support. So we would have a, a, a multi-discipline team. We've okay. got um, Everyone from occupational therapists, social workers, mental health nurses, psychotherapists, clinical psychologists within that. So it's team. all there, brilliant. Yeah, within that. We've also got where a lot of the fundraising goes into our community work out there. So we work with multiple different um, uh, agencies in the community. We work with statutory and voluntaries. We do a lot of stuff in your community. So the places young people live, work and play. So those spaces like you know, alone this week, we're in primary schools, secondary schools, we're in badminton clubs tomorrow. We're at the GA coaching event for. Dunkin and what Hall. do you do when so, you go there? Is it just really to make people aware to say these are the services we provide? Do you maybe need supports or? Yeah, it's 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 a different. It's sometimes it's just information. Sometimes it's kind of capacity building, awareness, skill development. We work with parents and young people. So with the young people work, it's like toolkits. How can you manage? So when we talk about early intervention in Jigsaw, so there is the earlier piece in your communities, what can you do for yourself to manage your mental health? So there's uh, evidence-based you know, um, various models and stuff that they can work for toolkits. So giving them the tools to manage their mental health while having the security of actually if I try these different things and it's not quite working, I'm still kind of feeling the same. Maybe then talking to someone like a like a clinical mm-hmm. therapist or something like that at NGXL would support them. With parents, they're every day kind of figuring out their behaviours, how the person in my life, the young person, maybe travelling to school, maybe they're a little bit different. Um, behaving this last while, I'm a little bit worried about them. They have the opportunity in our workshops to kind of learn the skills such as listening and various things like that and the, the, the different things they can do to kind of engage that conversation 
better communication in terms of that and then again have the security of the jigsaw services there for them as well so do you have uh, parents that might call and say uh, look such and such a situation with such and such a person what shall i do but but in terms then of when you actually sort of actively engage the the young person age 12 to 25 uh, what is the pathway to the jigsaw services yeah, so the pathway for them, so you can, uh, a parent can ring in, um, they can refer on to Jigsaw, give some information, and then you'll be being offered an appointment if appropriate. Um, for young people can self-refer um, as well, so you're no 12 to 16, 17 with the parent consent and all, and then with the older young people then 18 above, Just they can self-refer. We get referrals from GPs, so you can go to your local GP and we link in with them. So there's a variety of different ways in which schools and that refer young people and the stuff as well to Jigsaw come in and it's, you know, we, again... That's what we would say is just the, given that initial call, mm-hmm. and we'll talk you through all that is the key thing to yeah. do. What happens beyond that then is we you'll be step by step around that. Yeah. So if you're considering calling, if you're considering um, looking for that little bit of support, it's giving us a call, speaking to those people in your community, if a GP and stuff like that as well can, can help. And yeah. in, in terms of the amount of people that you help, I mean, there's obviously going to be different strands, that be it, yeah. you know, uh, support for parents, giving them the tools maybe to support their, their children or people that are referred or people that self-refer. You know, is do you have an idea of how many people you helped last year, for an example? Yeah, so our referrals are growing year on year, and this is the thing about it, is your community fundraising. The more and more we do in communities, the more and more need we see. Um, the more and more funds we need to kind of like to diversify what we do so in Jigsaw Donegal alone in terms of referrals last year was, uh, it was just under 600 referrals last in Donegal year in, in Donegal wow, yeah okay. so offering our team offering almost 3,000 appointments to their service in terms of the, the everybody else can have times like this and it, it really was just a time again everybody struggles with mental health every day and it was just noticing coping mechanisms, even noticing your breathing, noticing just things piling up and letting things mm-hmm. pile up, where now I have the coping mechanisms, I can take things on, and especially I just didn't have the resources at the mm-hmm. time, and as well, sometimes you want to let these things build up, so you have an, an excuse, it, it, I felt like I had an excuse to be nasty, <laughs> and an excuse, and I, I was thinking, I was blaming it all myself. But retrospectively, you can make sense of all of Absolutely. that now. Absolutely, I was struggling, and yeah. I didn't realise it, and mm-hmm. I thought, all these things are on top of me for a reason. And then it was actually when I went to Jigsaw and I spoke to somebody and I had an absolutely lovely clinician and I aired all my laundry and she was like, <laughs> you're not the only... You know, it's, it wasn't even that. It was, you're not the only person that's struggling like this. And voicing it is the first step to getting... And even in that moment, sounds like it was a relief. Absolutely. That, it was okay, such a weight, so I am, you such know, a weight I, off yeah. my shoulders. And also, um, what you said there about... Uh, about being empowered or tooled up or whatever you might be, often it's portrayed to us um, that you have poor mental health or you're going through a, a, a mental health issue or whatever way you want to describe it, and then you seek help and then you're better and everything's fantastic for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? That's often... Um, I think we're getting better at telling the story in a, more, a better sense. You know the story. You go, know, sports person, world's at their feet, mental health issues, seek help, and everything's fantastic now and they've got a podcast and a range of sportswear, right? You know, like fair play to them, but that's not real life, is it? You you kind of have to work through it. It's it's a, a bit of a passenger with you for your life and you just learn how to make sure it doesn't sort of control your life. Or, or. Absolutely. It's all about giving, giving yourself the space 
to feel a certain way, but also not letting it control your life, just like you said, Greg. It's one of those things. Every day is a challenge. It can be a challenge, but it's just how you how you, you let it define you. I could have skipped past Jigsaw and just carried on letting myself be miserable and letting myself think I was the only person in the world feeling like this, but allowing yourself to chat and allowing yourself, 100% I'm an advocate now, not just for Jigsaw, but for my own mental health, allowing myself to feel a certain way, but also allowing myself Mm. recognizing it feeling it and allowing myself to express it everybody has a bad day but not just letting it control your life i was letting it control my life i got in i got armed up with some tools and now i know you know you know when you're getting into one of those i would call it a funk it's not always a funk it can be something terribly terrible does happen or it can be something terrible you think is going to happen that's a thing with high functioning anxiety you know Mm. you think you're constantly just killing yourself Mm -hmm. the thought of everything's going to crumble around me and the anticipation of, of the disaster and then often too uh, in the in the event of a crisis or an actual real situation it's some of the best to cope with those things 100% I know I am you know like, <laughs> it's like who do you go to well let's go to Emma you know what I mean in <laughs> a crisis exactly it's it's the manifestation uh, it's the manifestations and the circular thinking uh, the catastrophizing you know what I mean um, right so I can only imagine, Emma, that it must feel very empowering um, because I'm sure all of Jigsaw is very relatable, okay? All of the professionals are very relatable too. But I can just see a 16-year-old girl or boy coming to you and you look like them, uh, you are around the same age of them and you literally get, get it and then you tell them that your experience... You must sometimes see, do you, the shoulders sort of detense a little bit? I know it's not a, a silver bullet, but that that they have that moment that you had where this is actually really quite common, this is quite normal, this is not unique to you, and this is the way you don't this is not the way you have to live your life. Absolutely. And even from chatting to people, people know me from working with Jigsaw. A lot of people locally would come to me and they would say, you know, how did you how did you overcome it? But you don't overcome it. It's one of those things is I was there, I was in the situation, and then I've, I've recognised it and I've allowed myself to be that person. And it's it's not even that, like I'm 20 now, I'm far from the 16-year-old I was, but even letting people, some people come to me and say, you know, how did you get in through Jigsaw? How did you get in there? And it's obviously them looking for a bit of help for maybe their daughter, their mm-hmm. son, their grandchild, or even for themselves. And it's all about taking the shame away from it, saying if you need someone to chat to, they're great. Yeah. Absolutely no problem, because even me being a youth advocate for Jigsaw, there's always a phone to lift. If I'm having a bad day, I can lift it, I can chat to Amy, and I can chat to Amy, I can chat to any of the other clinicians. And it's even not been a, afraid to say that yeah. geez, I just need someone to chat to. I need, to, exactly. I need somebody to chat to, absolutely. Oh, I mean, obviously, Damien, when you have someone who uh, has been that person on that journey uh, that, that was the 16, 15, 14-year-old that then engaged with Jigsaw, it changed their lives, and then they want to use their experience to help others. I mean, that's... That's a, that, uh, what better advertisement for the services can you get than that? Yeah, I think the foundation of what we do in Jigsaw is the you know the the voice of a young person and the loved experience, especially stories like Amy stories. Stories are the different thing. You no, know, people will pick up the phone today and make a donation and stuff like that. So stories like Emma that 
I've seen them many times where a young person, you see them quite shy in their first appointment and I'm observing from a distance sometimes and then you see the wonderful work. You see mm. a very different person. For a lot of the time, maybe that's just the start of their journey into maybe older services and supports that they might well, need. Because a lot of yeah. the time too, yeah. you know, when you're going through it, you can be in amongst 15 people, but you're actually completely alone yeah. until you're able to have that conversation with someone that yeah. gets it. Yeah. You know, being yeah. around people but being lonely, yeah. it's, a, it's a funny it's a funny situation. Yeah, we're seeing we're seeing a lot of the presenting issues such as like anxiety, low mood, isolation, no issues with sleep and stuff like that as well. Like you know, so we're they're the kind of presenting issues that we're seeing more mm. and more of. We're seeing like these 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 supports. I'm maybe in the face of it in the community, and then no, you're seeing then more from especially look different young men and stuff. This these last couple of years we're doing more work in in sports and environments. You're mm-hmm. seeing them coming, and you're seeing them them kind of asking. So um, asking about can we volunteer as well? So um, and and do something, you know. So Emma's quite modest in what she's doing now. She's she's doing pieces with the mental health reform, and she's doing so. So there's there's loads of pieces in which she's changing the conversation for young people in the community. When you've mm-hmm. got someone in ATU who is quite vocal about the work of Jigsaw and that it's okay to to chat to someone to yeah. reach out. It's it's more powerful than 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 anything that sometimes we can do through workshops. You mm-hmm. know? So those mm-hmm. ambassadors in the community and more people like Amy or with Emma the better. Right. So um, Jigsaw, um, we're going to talk about why we really want you to to uh, support our charity day next week, and you'll be supporting Jigsaw in the way. Uh, they have a telephone number. It's oh seven four nine seven two six nine two zero or email donegal at jigsaw.ie. If you're worried about someone, they can advise on the best services for young people based on information that you provide. Um, and as a parent, they can inform you of how to support a young person yourself or how to help them access Jigsaw. And some of that can be simply not the pull-yourself-together pull treatment. Uh, it's actually just understanding what a person might be going through. That in and of itself uh, can be, you know, maybe enough for them. Who's to say? Uh, but also Jigsaw, of course, works uh, very closely with young people through great people like Emma Corrin there and others. Uh, and they believe it's vital to make sure young people's voices are heard, and that's why we have Emma here advocating on their behalf uh, and also working with them. And all of this is uh, done with, uh, to a great extent with public support and help. And that's why we're imploring as many of people as possible with a few bob uh, to jo- donate next week. Uh, we'll tell people how they will. I think you can actually donate on our website right now. I'll get some details on that in a moment. But it helps, as you've outlined from the beginning, but just to reiterate, uh, Damon, it helps to provide the services, grow the services, uh, reach out to more people and so on and so forth. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's think about those people in your life where your uh, grandmother and your grandchild, think of those people, that, that you're, like your children and stuff. Having that that space to again just understand no mental health better, uh, understand how you can look after your mental health, maintain your mental health, but understand then that there is a service then that you can go to if you're finding it quite difficult. We encourage people to donate to continue to to provide that vital service that mm. we do. We're seeing more and more young people quite vulnerable, quite isolated and stuff, and it's 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 only right that we kind of step in to kind of make sure yeah. that that's I, not going to continue. Okay, brilliant. Yeah. So I'm walking around in eggshells about the, yeah. the description of mental health here, right? Okay, so we all have mental health, we all have physical health. So if someone's not feeling well, what, how are you phrasing that? If someone's not... Feeling well mentally. Is it well, her mental health? Well, if there's, there's like, is it issues? Not being a clinician, you see, so it's kind of like... No, I get you. No, I'm just yeah. wondering if the, yeah. the, the discourse around it, because I, I find myself like, mm. you know, uh, we all have mental health, and then yeah. someone describes someone who might be suffering from anxiety or someone of having mental health, right? Yeah. 
uh, and I find it a struggle in this job. I want to phrase mm. it correctly, you know, yeah. because now, do you get where I'm coming from? We're not yeah. going to sort it out now if there's yeah. no specific answer. I, 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 I just don't want to be... If we, we, we say we're going to talk about it, right, but I find myself, I'm walking on eggshells talking about it, and I don't want to do that anymore. So is yeah. it good mental health? Is it bad mental health? Yeah, it well, I think it's a, it's a changing state. There isn't, yeah. it isn't a fixed state. No, there's different yeah. no, uh, interpretations. But we can't it. keep sort of making reference to the importance of looking yeah. after your mental health and your physical health and then make differentiations between... It just gets too yeah. bloody confusing. But anyway, that's yeah. a me thing. Yeah. I'll work, yeah. it out. I'll work <laughs> through it. Yeah. I think we're doing all right, though, Emma, because we're talking about it, and that's yeah. the important that's, thing, that's isn't it, Emma? That's the important thing. Anything you want to say Emma just to, to wrap um, up I just I think it's fantastic that we're given the opportunity to come here and have the opportunity to receive funding because there's so many important things that are done within the community that's kind of behind the scenes by Jigsaw mm. if it's the One Good School or if it's the transition programme for national schools for children yeah. coming and just to be clear schools. the One Good School is a programme in many schools because uh, yeah. you referenced that earlier just so it's the public are aware if we're not talking yeah. about One Good School it's a programme <laughs> in many schools yeah, yeah. yeah. okay all right, brilliant stuff. Listen, uh, Emma, thank you very much for everything that you do for our, our young people. It's very much appreciated. Uh, Emma's a youth advocate with Jigsaw, and of course, too, Damon, uh, called service manager with uh, Jigsaw. Uh, just to give you an idea, that's one of the charities that you're supporting with us, and, and, and they do amazing, fantastic work, as you've just been listening to. You'll be supporting next Friday as part of our uh, charity day to Mark Highland Radio's birthday. We're supporting the Irish Wheelchair Association in Donegal, uh, the Breast Cancer Northwest, and, of course, last but certainly not least, uh, Jigsaw. Damien and Emma, again, thank you both very much for joining us and have a, a wonderful day. Thank you, Greg. Watch the show live now on YouTube, Facebook and at highlandradio.com. The Nine Till Noon Show with Letterkenny Credit Union. Simplify your debts with a debt consolidation loan from Letterkenny Credit Union. Call us on 074-910-2126 or apply online via our app or in office today. 9,000 new farmers accepted into Acres. For more in your Irish Farmers Journal, here's Paul Mooney. We reveal how the department has found funding for more Acres spaces. No plans for new land designations? Weanling prices hit an average of €4 Euros a kilo. 15,000 farmers wanted for new water scheme. We answer your questions on the nature restoration law. What do skip changes mean for your suckler herd? And almost our special on vacant house grants. All inside the Irish Farmers Journal. You cannot afford to miss it. Experience total relaxation in the spa at Orchids at the Holyrood Hotel Bondoran, recently awarded Best Hotel Spa Getaway at the RSVP Spa Awards. Enjoy luxury spa baths, revitalizing facials, rejuvenating massages, pampering body treatments, outdoor hot tub and tranquil Japanese garden. Visit on a luxury spa day, pop in for some me time or buy the perfect present with a gift voucher. Relax and let the spa at Orchids transport you to another world. See holyroodhotel.com Happy Mother's Day. Treat your mum this Mother's Day to a bottle of perfume or a cosmetics gift from McGee's Chemist in Letterkenny. You'll find Clarence, Jimmy Choo, Marc Jacobs, Hugo Boss, Lacoste and many more. Great value for great mums this Mother's Day. See in store or order online at mcgees.ie. McGee's, for the best, cost less. Are you worried about trees on your property? Northwest Forestry Services Bully Buffet are fully insured and have over 40 years' experience in dangerous tree removal, tree felling, surgery, and stump grinding. For peace of mind, call Northwest Forest Services Bully Buffet for a no obligation quotation on 913203. 
thinking of changing your floors? Why not see what Floret Letter Kenny has to offer? Floret have a large selection of solid, semi-solid and laminate click vinyl wood flooring together with a fantastic choice of parquet, herringbone flooring, all at incredible value. Don't delay. Call Floret today on 087-161-7008. The 9 Till Noon Show is brought to you by Letterkenny Credit Union. Digital loans now available. Apply online or via our app today and get your loan transferred directly to your current account. On Business Matters this week, we'll hear about how a leading figure in the internet industry in Germany developed a love for Donegal and who two years ago set up his own business here under the brand name The Chocolate Man from Donegal. So join me, Chris Ashmore, for Business Matters after the 6 o'clock news on Sunday. Business Matters in association with the Faculty of Business at ATU Donegal. For a career in financial governance, consider the Level 9 MA in Governance and IT in Financial Services. Call 9186206 or email donald.hannigan at atu.ie today. PDO Thread Lifts and Skin Boosters, which rejuvenate the skin by improving facial contours, lifting and tightening the jaws, neck, cheeks and eyebrows, are available at Genesis Aesthetics and Skincare Clinic, Gidor. To choose the right aesthetic treatment for you, contact Mary Ferry, your aesthetic practitioner. Also offering fat dissolving treatments, dermal fillers and laser treatments for all skin conditions. Hair and makeup packages also available. Genesis Aesthetics and Skincare Clinic, Gidor. 07495 McDade's Bathroom Plumbing and Tile Showroom in Bunkrana is your one-stop solution for all your bathroom plumbing and tile needs. We offer a wide range of top-quality plumbing fixtures, tiles and accessories, all at the best possible price. Our experienced plumbing experts will help you choose the right products for your bathroom, renovation, new construction or remodeling project. Visit McDade's Bathroom Plumbing and Tiles in Bunkrana and see why we are the best choice for all your bathroom and plumbing and tile needs. Are you building, rebuilding or renovating? What heat pumps or solar panels would suit your build? Come along and speak to the experts. Efficient Renewables on heat pumps and solar panels. Get advice on installation and grants available. Visit the Efficient Renewables showroom in Newton Cunningham and see these products in operation for yourself. A Highland Radio weather update with Ireland West Airport. Time to book that business trip to London. Fly daily to London Stansted and Luton with Ryanair and London Heathrow with Aer Lingus. Ireland West Airport. Don't just take off, take it easy. Mostly dry today with a mix of cloud and sunny spells. A few showers are possible. Highest temperatures of 6 to 8 degrees and a moderate to fresh. Eastly uh, wind strong near the coasts. Okay, we're joined on the programme now by uh, Moran Kavanagh and our dad Neely. Good morning, hopefully you can hear me okay. No, they're just joining on the audio, so we'll get to them in a... Can you hear me now, Moran? Hello? I can't hear you. Right, okay, stay where you are. I'm going to kick you out and bring you back. Oh, there you are. Hello? Hello. Yeah, sorry. No problem, no problem. Okay, uh, Maureen Kavanagh and your dad, Neely, both of you. Uh, Neely, good morning to you as well. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Great to have you on the programme. Right, Maureen, uh, your letter has gone somewhat viral. You sent a letter to the uh, Minister for the Marine and Agriculture, uh, Minister Charlie McConnell-Logue, and it's, uh, it, it's, it's a long letter, uh, not too long for me to read out so I want you to talk to me about the letter and the point that you wanted to get across to the Minister um, The point we wanted to get across is that they banned the Pollock we were doing well in the Pollock over the summer and 
my auntie bought me hooks for my 13th birthday so we were fishing them for two years and then for him to turn around and take away the pollock the boat was rendered very much useless to us then because we couldn't fish at her and when you say uh, so you were actually out fishing with your grandfather is that correct? I was fishing no. asking us not yep. to catch the pollock around down more let them out and let the foreigners take them when they go back offshore again in the autumn it's a lot to ask, uh, and, and as I say, it's not just business, it's heritage as well, and it's the future, and it's what, you know, Morin's looking to her future and the future of her children, but also looking around to the uh, influential people in her life, granddad, uh, father, uncles. Morin, uh, what as your, this, this, obviously, I think you gave this letter to Luke Ming, uh, he put it out in his socials, it's gone viral a bit, a lot of people are talking about it. Uh, how do you feel about that? Uh, you know, we're, we're actually, you've got a real good conversation going about island life, island fishing, the inshore sector. You must be pleased. I am pleased. Um, Luke helped us very much and put a voice behind ours and he put it out there and there's a lot of people sharing it. And quite honestly, I'd like to thank them from the people in Australia to Denmark, to the Faroe Islands, all the way over to Alaska down the Channel Islands for sharing it. All right, well, listen, it's a, it's a, it's a very succinct and your points are really well made. And you ask the question, um, the last two lines, I hope when you go to Europe next week that you will do the right thing and fight for the inshore sector. I would hope you would have the common courtesy to answer my email. Well, the second part, you received a, a response there in the last few moments. And uh, Neely's been having a, a conversation as well. So we'll see where it goes from here. Thank you both very much. I appreciate you taking time out of your school day, uh, Maureen. It's been lovely speaking to you. And our future, again, is in really safe hands if, if uh, we have young people like you advocating for us. Thank you so very much. And Neely, a pleasure. Right. Might, get a, you. might get a pint in the island sometime, maybe. Oh, no bother, and we'll get a lot cheaper over Jerry. He's a good humour when he comes back from holidays. <laughs> Jerry owes me a couple, so we'll see what the crack is. Take care of yourself. <laughs> bye bye. Right. All right. Uh, that's uh, Maureen, Maureen there, and uh, her dad. Uh, I believe it's her dad. Yeah, indeed, Neely. And we appreciate them joining us on the nine till noon show. Uh, we invited Minister Charlie McConnell onto the program. Unfortunately, um, he, he still is boycotting uh, this particular program. But he said, a written response was posted yesterday and should be with you today. I've sent an email version to Neely. We need to follow the scientific recommendations that the Pollock need to close to allow stocks to recover. And we are legally bound to follow scientific advice is uh, what he said. But uh, he had a further, uh, more uh, detailed conversation with Neely uh, just after 10 o'clock today, ahead of their scheduled interview with us at quarter to 11. The Nine Till Noon Show with Letterkenny Credit Union. Now offering mortgages from €40,000 to €600,000 with no hidden fees or transaction charges. Letterkenny Credit Union, 9102127. Save on carving and lamin essentials at Homeland. Gas Buddicks Debutter, now €165. Milk Bar 10 Compartment Feeder, now €179. Nutrius Ovigold and Bovigold Mineral Range, buy 2.5 litre, get 1 litre free. And there's 10% off the flex thin classic waterproof jacket and truck okay it is uh, three minutes past 11 this friday the 8th of march it's been a bit of musical chairs we've moved Fanula into the friday panel and we've moved uh, katie into this seat and we welcome katie and it's a very important year this katie it's 20 years to the day 1999 2003 uh, in search of a better life katie was put on a boat in the keys in dublin which i thought was beautiful and they set sail for passengers new <laughs> 
going the long way round to County Cork. Unfortunately, a storm. Wicker. A, a storm wicker blew boat. up. A storm blew up, mm-hmm. and she was washed ashore in Killybegs, where she was taken in by a, a family. Yeah. Lived there until she got on her feet uh, for the next three or four years, and then packed her stuff to make for a better life in Letterkenny. That's very true. All, and every, every bit of it. She has made a better <laughs> life because uh, she works here at Highland Radio, but also has a micro business from her kitchen, <laughs> where she supplies coddle. Uh, to the <laughs> what well she supplies but anyway listen you're busy we appreciate your long journey here yeah no, you're welcome it's remarkable you're welcome you're so it's welcome beautiful. anytime thank you so much a, a wonderful story which for I, no one else though just, a, just for you there's a book in it definitely <laughs> and Michael Ladiello <laughs> you we want the other <laughs> writer writer and blogger Michael how are you all getting on good yeah, um, good, very well. The uh, obviously we're gonna we, we talk about everything here. We I do. take it neither of the two you're watching Celebrity Big Brother. That's correct. Yeah, no. I made I've, a conscious decision not to. It's Sharon Osbourne yeah, or something. Is, yeah. and, and Louis. Louis yeah, uh, and apparently they're chatting about celebrity mm. presenters or well, something. That's why they were put in. Did Sharon but, Osbourne not do that before or maybe. something like it? I don't know. Don't know. No, she was in. Was she in something? Um, celebrity get me out here but anyway I can't really talk about it because I just I made a yeah, conscious no, decision I, that I couldn't commit to it because mm-hmm. uh, but if anyone out there has been watching it you Ooh. want us to let, know, let us know how it's going please uh, get in Tell touch what I'm missing we're talking about the big screen little screen but also the stage you are tomorrow night one yep. of a select few who managed to secure a ticket going to, to the Adams, the Adams family, family. Yep, yep. looking Michael, forward to that I would say Michael is going also and yes Vanula, and this, uh, yeah there's a few there'll be a few Highland people mm-hmm. Donna Marie's just after seeing she going as well so yeah really looking forward to it actually um have read a bit of the facebook hype you know because there's facebook hype about this too mm-hmm. and yeah really looking forward to it it's a different kind of night out and um you, you mean know, you're not drinking <laughs> <laughs> i may have a glass of wine i know i'm only joking but no in fairness i i, I went to evita a couple of years back um as well i think that was one of the ones that they had done just before covid struck and i think they were meant to do this as well. i think they mm. got this was just getting they, underway they got the first week i think but this is yeah. slightly i think some people may Completely i think there was show. one or two shows before covid but mm. this is even if you did go and see i'm not sure if there's any tickets left but this is this this is uh, um, not exactly the same as the, the the first incarnation no according to maria walsh not no, maria walsh I, yeah. oh my god is it that's no, not walsh rush that's what I said, Maria Rush. <laughs> That's what is what you said, yeah. yeah. I did say that. I agree. Yeah. Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll back you on that. Did. And I believe, to answer your question, there's no tickets left for Saturday night, no. as far as I know. And it's tonight's so Friday. Don't all tell <laughs> us if there is. I don't think there is, though. Uh, well, I know I know. last night was definitely sold out because there was part of the hype. Like, I knew it was sold out, so I don't, I don't know about Friday, but... Yeah. It has been selling out. Yeah. All right, great stuff. Um, and and I would say the all the amount of time goes into that. Did you find when you were working on the stage that uh, once it sort of ended, everyone gets colds and flus and run down? There is a slump. This, yeah. There's this this yes. uh, all this adrenaline building up to it. Then the actual performance, and then the day after, yeah. it's like Ew. slump. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Because no matter what happens, you just you keep going to that finish line, and you mm. run for it like maybe six weeks before a show. You run. And you're right, you slump, and then suddenly you're sniffles or whatever like I mean not, not every time but no, it's always but a slump it, yeah it's, it's something that just, is not it doesn't uncommon. happen the week of the show the week of the show you're just on adrenaline high like, mm. yeah um, is that how you feel on a Friday I feel like that after every program because I you? genuinely put, put so much, so much into, into it, it. Yeah. I see it I see it when it you come out yeah, every day listen this is not about me especially today <laughs> but there's actually an awful lot of moving parts that I have to look after yeah. here 
I know. I, I do it all myself, except for obviously put the show together. Ex- except for else. except for yeah. what Caroline does. Yeah. No, I'm on about yeah. in the studio. Oh, I get oh, yeah, no, right, yeah. Production. I'm not you know, do you ever hear at the end you. of the? Do you ever hear at the Donna end Marie's of the? coming in to quit. Do you ever hear? Oh no! Don't. That's it. You're hanging. Don't need it. But do you ever hear at the end of sort of RT and say we want to thank you know Michael Leddy on sound. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Katie and, and yeah. Donna Marie who produced and uh-huh. our uh, series producer is Shannon Wilkes you know what I mean Like, yeah, and yeah. It really here yeah. it's like me Caroline. Yeah, that's why you thank yeah. nobody when you win awards you're like <laughs> it's all me he's like Eddie Murphy in a movie you know, yeah. like, can I say I, I just want to say uh, <laughs> when we collected our this uh, our Imro award uh, and we were rubbing shoulders with the, the, the rest of the, the national and local stations. Me and Caroline both went up and accepted it together as a partnership because we're equal. Ah. Morning all, I've watched the first three episodes of Shogun. Big budget, big expectations, <laughs> slow burner at the moment, but looks like it'll be kicking up gears soon. Yes, what that's one of interest to me. I'm sure a lot of listeners will remember the original Shogun. Uh, based on a novel, this was one of the big miniseries of the early 1980s. This was the time when miniseries were very much in vogue on American primetime TV. Uh, Roots and Rich Man, Poor Man and so forth had started it. Shogun was Richard Chamberlain and it's the story of a man from the civilised West, as it would be, who, and this is hundreds and hundreds of years in the past, who uh, is shipwrecked in the Far East, which is a part of the world that, you know, he knows nothing about. So now they've remade it, obviously going back to the source material, and the original was highly acclaimed. Uh, I watched it a few different times through the 80s. I'm excited about this new one. Obviously, it's the same basic story. I'm assuming, uh, you know, a man from the, again, civilised West who finds himself amongst these savages. But he gradually realises, you know, as he gets to know the samurai code, as he learns a bit about them, he realises that his perceptions Mm. may not be... And one other thing about the original, um, there was some pretty, for the time, graphic violence that you wouldn't see on 1981 TV screens, certainly in America. Uh, It was different in the UK because they would show more violent scenes. But so it was quite groundbreaking at the time. um, And I'm hoping that the new one is as good, if not. Oscars this weekend. um, The. um, The Grouch? The Oscars. Uh, the Holdovers, haven't seen it. American Fiction, haven't seen it. Zone of Interest, haven't seen it. Barbie, did not see that. Oppenheimer, I thought it was quite good. Yep. Uh, Poor Things and Past Lives. Which one of those is the Irish one? Because they sound <coughs> the same. Is it Past Lives? Poor Things. Poor yeah, things? Emma Stone, it is Poor Things. That's mm-hmm. the Irish produced film, uh, which has is in for a real shout, actually, if they just don't go down the op- obvious roof of Oppenheimer. Anatomy of a Fall, I started watching that and kind of zoned out. <laughs> Um, it's shortlisted Maestro and Killers of the Flower Moon Has, have you seen any of those? Killers of the, yeah Killers of the Flower Moon any yeah. good? Um, too long good okay. but far too long what about you? Far Kate, too have long. you seen any of those? We don't, I haven't you don't go to, I, you're like me no, you're not really good to do you know the only cinema film that I have seen recently is the Peppa Pig movie mm. is oh, that yeah. in the Oscar running? is that one of the big I, ones? it well, should be because more be. people are watching it you yeah. look at the top rated <laughs> programs on Netflix they're all Peppa Pig shows yeah. because they are our childminders <laughs> Okay. But that, 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 to be honest with you, is the only movie that I've seen in the cinema of late. Um, so, yeah, okay. so I have to be honest about life at the moment. That's the way it is. I can say, because Fanula was texting me last night, that Poor Things is now on Disney as of right oh, now. Oh, really? So, okay, because that is, uh, as I say, that is looking to be um, the dark horse, so, uh, so, so to speak. Poor Things, this caller says, though, was a very strange film. Good, but not for the faint of heart. Don't watch it with your nanny. Oh, 
Which kind of makes it sound like it might do well at the Oscars because yeah. if it's a little bit quirky and what have you. Mm. Uh, but as I say, there's a ton. Uh, and of course, there's an Irish interest uh, in, in Oppenheimer as well and elsewhere. Oh, yeah. So that's on over the that's, weekend. That's a, gr- that's a great film, you know. Great What's film. the best thing you've watched lately? Because there's quite a list here, Katie. Yeah, no, do you know like what? you printed I off Netflix. Just, I just had to pull off. <laughs> I did, I, I, Control P, Netflix. The, <laughs> the top three there are ones I've watched quite So Dead quite Water recently. Fell. This was recommended to me by Fanula when I was sort of a bit peeved that I something was over that I watched. I can't remember what it was. She said, oh, if you tried Dead Water Fell. Yeah. Uh, talk to me about that. So I'm I'm episode into episode three now, so like that I'm kind of in the middle of it. But um, first episode, very um, heavy hard watch um but then it's it, but then it kind of gets a little bit easier to kind of to kind of like for the storyline it is a it's set in a kind of a small village in Scotland so it is so everyone you can imagine in this village knows each other they're all neighbors like mm. all that kind of thing and so basically the premise of it is the, the guys look out the window one night and see the neighbor's house is on fire and the only survivor of that fire is the um, is the husband of played and, by uh, Neil David play, Tennant played by it? David Tennant and his wife and three children um, perish in the fire. So it is basically a whodunit. Um, so you're sort of led to believe um, one thing from the start, but then they're kind of start. It starts to go another way. Then after that, so that's kind of the premise of it. Uh, I like David Tennant since I watched him in Inside Man. Mm-hmm. I thought that was uh, I thought that was brilliant, and I, I, he's actually very good in this as well. Is this typically British in that you're watching it and everybody is a suspect? Uh, it is a bit like that. Right, there, okay. but 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 to be honest, like I I'm because I'm only three episodes in. I don't know how far that goes yet. Um, but for the moment, um, for the moment, it's just kind of little bits and pieces that are kind of sh- they show you from the background of what's going on, things that have happened in the past, and obviously that all comes together to create a story at the end. And I'm not too sure too sure how many of those characters they're going to bring in as suspects, but I imagine there'll be more than there'll mm-hmm. be more. Than <coughs> this has been out a bit. It was originally Channel Four, and now it's on the is it it's on, on the Netflix, Netflix platform? Yeah, okay. it's on Netflix. Yeah. No, I did assume that it was um, it was shown on on either BBC or, or Channel Four before. I didn't hadn't heard of it before. It appeared on Netflix. Can you wait to watch ago. the next episode? Pardon? Can you wait to watch the next episode? Um. I'm looking forward to seeing how it turns out, but because the first ep- the first episode kind of traumatised me, I'll not right. lie. Like, no, I, I can imagine it's I tough ha- subject matter. I had it? to kind of stop watching the first episode and come back to it when I was yeah. feeling more able for it. Um, it's definitely not, not. It's definitely not a light watch. But I'm I glad think, that's I not just me. If I don't feel emotionally strong, yeah. I'm not saying that's what you were feeling. No, no. I actually sometimes, sometimes yeah. just have to go right. Turn I'll come back to this when I'm uh-huh. feeling a little bit more about myself. Yeah, absolutely. And then when I did go back to it, um, thankfully most of the ex- very traumatic scenes were kind of finished, mm. and I was able to kind of enjoy the process. <coughs> excuse me, the process of. Uh, the story f- unfolding so yeah but I, I I think it's it's very very promising from sort of halfway through episode once you three. get over yeah. the the initial yeah, exactly yeah. what they're what they're framing for you okay so so far so good so far so good um so far so good I would give it maybe a seven so far 
um, just to kind of because mm. I'm not sure how it's going to unfold. Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, back with more from uh, Katie, and more specifically Michael, uh, because it's his turn. After uh, these messages, stay where you are. We've got uh, live in studio music for you too on the way. By the way. The county's number one talk show, The Nine Till Noon Show on Highland Radio. The Nine Till Noon Show is brought to you by Letterkenny Credit Union with monster loans available up to €60,000 for all occasions. Visit letterkennycu.ie. I saw your Be Good Baker running by again the other day, says I to old Mr. Brennan. Ah, yes, says he. I've never seen her stand still. And she's running rings around the rest of us with our Brennan's Be Good Bread. Only 60 calories a slice. 60 calories, says I. That's just a whole meal, is it? No, says he. It's the whole meal, the whole grain, and the waste. 60 calories a slice and high in fibre. Whatever way you slice it. That's why anything baked is better with Brennan's. Today's bread today. Are you ready for massive savings with AEG at Irwin Expert Electrical? Purchase from now until the 14th of April and claim your cash back at aeg-offers.com. Experience top-notch appliances and enjoy the added perk of cash back delivered straight to your account within 28 days of approval. Elevate your home with AEG excellence and savings today. Don't miss out. AEG Cashback at Irwin, Expert Electrical, Letterkenny and Bonkrana. Enhance your skills with SafeTech's part-funded training programs. At SafeTech, we provide courses including first aid, roadworks, people moving and handling, confined spaces, electrofusion and machinery training for Ireland and UK sites. Also online programs such as water hygiene, construction supervisors, safety reps and much more. If you have a group for training, SafeTech will go to you. Contact SafeTech today at safetech.ie and take the first step towards upskilling and safety compliance. Backstage Bar and Grill is the ideal destination to treat all the mums this Mother's Day. Every mother who dines with us will get a free dessert with their meal. To make a table booking or for more information, call us on 074-91-21976 or email us at bookings at centurycinemas.ie. Look no further than iMotors for your next car. With a vast selection of top quality used vehicles to choose from, we have something for every budget and lifestyle. Whether you're searching for a reliable starter car, a spacious SUV or a sleek sports car, our friendly team is here to help you find the perfect match. Visit iMotors.ie and discover why we are the go-to destination for used cars in the Northwest. Now, over at uh, across the road from us here in Letterkenny, Kelly Centrum Anton Top, uh, they have extended their range of food from Donnybrook Fair. What is that, you say? Well, from award-winning lasagna to creamy chicken korma, that's a curry, to classic seafood pie, perfect for single meals or also great family choices. The Donnybrook Fair's range of food offers freshly prepared everyday meals that are made using the finest ingredients with no additives or preservatives. So to mark this, we have a 100-euro voucher to give away four Kelly Centre up for grabs. You can spend it on Donnybrook Fair. You can buy coal or petrol. It's up to you. All we ask you to do is enter the competition, complete the following common saying. Men are from Mars and women are from uh, Venus. Is it that way around normally? No, is it normally? Oh, I've given the answer, have I? Just as well. Why are you laughing? (laughs) So the question is, did I say it correctly? Or should I have said, men are from Mars and women are from Jupiter? Yeah. Does that work? It's perfect. All right, so send the answer, Venus, plus your name <laughs> and where you're from, <laughs> to 86 Oh, my head's fried, folks. Sorry about that. It's Friday. 
Right. Um, none of these are jumping out at me, Michael. I'm sorry. I know. Uh, I'm, I know. Actually, I'm actually joking. CSI, Vegas and Alibi. I uh, yes. want to talk about this. You do? No. Yes, I do, of course. <laughs> He's so mean. I'm just He's kidding. Horrible. Horrible. <laughs> can I just we actually, can, can we talk about we Alibi, love. right? Is Alibi like uh, UK Gold or an old channel? Or it's got it's got some new things. I, I, it's the, like it, they do use it as first, they use it, it for first runs as well. There is a couple they? of things. I'm trying to think now. There's something on it that really surprised me. I was looking at the listings last night. Oh, there's something. But most of it's reruns. Most of it is okay. cop shows, detective shows and... Is it a Sky Channel, is it? Or? You know, the Murdoch mysteries will be on that. Okay. Things like that are on that. But there's something Hi, new. Hi, Trudy. There's something got the prime slot, you know, nine o'clock slot, but everything else is basically reruns. Is the best okay. Way to, and their cool. cop shows is the best right. way to put it. Like. So it's a one-stop shop for cop. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. That. Um, what they're doing in season two, and which didn't really work for me, in these episodes up to 213, there's like a serial killer aspect. And there's, you know, there's they're finding that crimes that have been... <coughs> investigated earlier in the season suddenly they're like oh ABC link up there's mm. something going on here okay. that's so, very so, cool so just to be clear the timeline here this yeah. came back recently it did so you're talking about the new the brand new episodes yeah right. and I, as far no. as I know unless I'm I think these are brand new to this this to says more about me than it does uh, the programme but we were watching the trailer those of us uh, well I and those watching the show they've got old we've all got old Right, but they look so much older than when I first watched this program. Well, it must be just. But they have got older because it's t- ten well, or fifteen years on. It's a new cast. It's no, a brand new well, cast. what are you on about? CSI Vegas. But there's one person like. But what's the name of the the guy? C- the Gil Gil. Yeah, he's in it. He's not in it anymore. Oh, he was in it in the first. He was in it a couple of years back. Okay, so so this all right, and his girlfriend no, yeah, is no were, longer in it. No, you're absolutely right. They were in it. So they did a transition then. So they yeah. rebooted it with the old, Perfect. and then yeah. then they they, they started faded it away. Okay, and those you. characters were given a happy. Right, okay. And you're right, but I mean, it's been 20 years. No, as I say, yeah. it's more about me than yeah, them because years, I'm yeah. sure if I watched a video of me 20 years ago, I'd be saying, "Who's that handsome Who's young that man guy with that long hair going <laughs> down below his shoulder? Down below his shoulder? <laughs> no, flowing locks. The only time it got below my shoulders was in the showers as it fell down my back. You know, we weren't. Of those hippie guys with the, you know, like no. Hey I man, had, and do you know, no. I see it in Hudson. I had terrible hair. It never really. I don't think I ever had a full head of hair. Do you know that sort of? Yeah. Uh, but it never bothered me too. So um, that's grand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I may have opened a can of worms here. Yeah, no, oh dear. Yeah. Put Getting that list. I think the children call it Greg. triggering. Oh, no, yeah. Put the lid back on the there. Lid back. No, but it did. Thank, <laughs> thankfully, it was never uh, an issue. And I've actually tried to. It got, if, it, if, it, if it's the case for any of my uh, any of my other children, uh, in case of the, to, to, not to let them be defined by you know what I mean. It's, well, no, is it, no. Right? Well, is it? it's nothing. It's only a bit of hair, but it's very important to some people too, and I respect that also. Of course. So, uh, CSI yeah, Vegas and Alibi. Yeah. So yeah, and these are it's a new cast. I mean, it's a new show. I mean, <clears throat> Paul Newsom is the new leader, and you've, they're all new characters, um, except Catherine Willows has returned for this current series, series as well. Um, Marge Hellenberger has been on so many shows, like she was on China Beach back in the eighties, the Vietnam War series about nurses in Vietnam real quality television that was heavy watching that was hardcore heavy like it wasn't an action show like Tour of Duty China Beach was about you know it was it was rough to watch great show so she's in the new series and she's not in every episode it's very notable that you know Catherine Willows will be in one or two episodes and then she's just absent because she's like you know it's like a special guest star kind of thing but self-contained stories by and large 
they do an arc in season two. When they get to the nitty gritty of it later in season two, the serial killer, I didn't like it as much because it was very much like any other crime show. Mm. But can, I like can about you me, Do you know something that's self-contained episodes yes. and then one that's a long story? Yes. One's a serial and one's a series, is it? Um, a series can describe either. Like okay. a series of self-contained episodes. Right, so what do you call it when there's one story through the whole thing? An arc. Story arc. Okay. So they have an arc in season two which becomes prominent late in the season as they close in on the serial killer. I didn't like that as much. I like the self-contained... You that's know, the a personal quirky, preference. Yeah, but it's yeah. the quirkiness. It's the fact that, like... Yeah. oh, It's look, funny, that's the very thing that would put me off. The, the quirkiness. Quirky. Well, it's not It's not as quirky as Fargo. You know, Fargo is out there quirky. This is just, you know... But I'm also in Fargo as well. Like, I think I'm changing. It depends on how yeah. quirky... Like, here's one of the episodes, 212. A woman wakes from a coma after four years and she witnessed a crime four years ago. So that's 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 just the quirkiness. Mm. It's just like it's like oh, this is a crime scene that's four years mm. out of date. So it's a, an extra obstacle yeah. for them. I don't think that's. It is kind of put into open AI. Could you uh, please design me a strange plotline for? A well, okay, show? yeah, fair enough. But no, fair I get enough. you, fair and enough. it's each to their own. But I think I'm just changing. Um, Katie, are you changing in terms of what you enjoy? Um, on the tellies entertainment like I've had a great know, week I, of watching snooker yeah uh, the, they were playing out in um, the Middle East I think it, is it the Middle what do you uh, the UAE effectively sorry mm. and there was a, an extra ball on the table for a one six, six seven break so I was watching that I enjoyed that then right. I have to watch the soaps in the evening and then I watched darts last <clears> night <throat> so I've not really had any time for I is that what it. you would have watched 20 no uh, no but then again no but but also then uh, sticking Reacher in there still still working yeah, for yeah. Reacher so I'll be glad I when that's over and great. I think I'm going to go on to Dead Waterfall Fell well, yeah, yeah. yeah. if I had I, a say in it but, you but know I, I, mean. I can say I definitely haven't changed because when I was 10 years old I yeah. was watching Kojak and Scooby Doo and now I'm watching Kojak and Scooby-Doo. So I haven't changed at all. That's why you're such an interesting, unique character that you bring so much to this part of the programme. I do think that my taste has probably stayed the same even from when I was younger. Like when I was small, like it was always in our house on Sunday, every Sunday we'd watch Columbo. Oh yeah. So to this day, I love Columbo. But I think that I'm still, like what I'm watching now reflects kind of that whole I like that whole detective and who done it and all that kind of thing I want so. <coughs> a cop show procedural yes with a long story arc that's reasonably well lit <laughs> do you know yeah so the desert right days uh, well yes Breaking Bad I suppose you could put that in there right that's a drama I just I just want a really good show to get really into we, yeah. like the Americans was actually really quite good for that but anyway, okay. And no misery. You don't like it when the lead detective. I watched it's the film got, Misery actually. Got, I watched the oh, oh, I love that yeah. movie. Love but that movie. You know these detectives that she Greg loves. She's quite nice. I remember watching that when I was younger. Quite. It's not. She's not an unattractive woman. But I remember watching it as a young person. Think she was a crazy old woman. You know she is. And I'm watching it, and I'm clearly older than the character. She's the new Matlock. She's the new Matlock. And you're like, oh look, she's bringing him tea in bed. What the now hobbling now here and there. Do you know you're changing your views entirely? Do you really need your legs? <laughs> you're looking right. at it thinking it's not the worst marriage. I can imagine it. No, it's fine. It's yeah, okay. Yeah. It's okay. Okay. okay Happens well, in every household. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not often you get tea, tea, tea and coffee in bed. So. All right, we'll have more uh, from Michael and uh, from Katie in a moment. Uh, the a caller says the Adams family was amazing. I was very proud to be a Donegal girl, watching, knowing the talent in our county. I have to say, Donald Kavanagh was just superb. <laughs> yeah. 
from his wife. <laughs> Watch the show live now on YouTube, Facebook and at highlandradio.com. The 9 Till Noon Show is brought to you by Letterkenny Credit Union. Offering low-rate car loans with fast approval. Apply online at letterkennycu.ie or in office today. Discover comfort with eye heating and cooling. Your trusted heat pump engineers and Mitsubishi approved service providers in Donegal. We design, install and maintain cutting edge heating systems. Build a lasting relationship with us through annual service and comprehensive after sales support. Contact us for a free consultation on low cost, low carbon heating solutions. Visit iheatingandcooling.ie today. Why not surprise your man with breakfast this Mother's Day? At Centra, choose from an award-winning, delicious, inspired by Centra selected breakfast range, any 5 for 10 euro. Choose from a wide range such as sizzling sausages, delicious applewood smoked salmon, freshly squeezed orange juice, and lots more to choose from. Centra, live every day. Do you know what suits a suitcase? Suits a suitcase like me. What's suitable for a dutiful piece of luggage like me? Shannon Airport knows precisely what exactly suits me nicely. So find out concisely at shannonairport.ie. Affordable parking, easy access, seamless security and dream holiday destinations like Lanzarote, Paris and New York for a hassle-free airport experience for you and your suitcase. Start your dream holiday at shannonairport.ie. New this week in Home Store and more. All Pyrex kitchenware is all half price. That's right, half price. But better hurry, because when all the half price Pyrex kitchenware is gone, it's gone. Also, all wall mirrors and clocks and all garden plant pots are still all half price. But when all the half price wall mirrors and clocks and all the half price garden plant pots are gone, they're definitely gone. Drop by your local Home Store and more. Visit us online at homestoreandmore.ie. New store now open in Frascati Centre, Blackrock. Home Store and more. A happy home. Drumahole Chapel Restoration Charity Auction will take place this Saturday 9th of March at Tony Mornin's Auction Yard, Drumahole. Over 250 lots consisting of livestock, farm feed, new electrical equipment and appliances, plus some special items including rally experiences with Gary Jennings and Declan Boyle. Signed, Katie Taylor and Conor McGregor memorabilia. All items are listed on Tony Mornin's Facebook page. Online bidding available on martai.ie via Mornin Auctioneers. That's this Saturday 9th with the auction starting at 11am sharp. This ad is sponsored by Frank Mornin Kitchen and Bedrooms voted Highland Radio Kitchen Supplier of the Year 2023 Okay, you're very welcome back to the programme and uh, we have uh, a number of guests in studio with us uh, Trudy O'Donnell, Director of the Mulroy College uh, Variety Show in on Green on in uh, Letterkenny that's where it's taking place, uh, Trudy is amongst our guests. Hi Trudy Good to have you with us. How are you keeping? We're all good. We have been very, very busy rehearsing for months now, I'd say, at this stage. So, okay, um, so do you yeah. want to introduce uh, our guests yes. here? Yes, so we have Avian Shields here to the right of me. Avian is also our deputy head girl, so uh, very much involved in the shows and all the variety shows since she has been <laughs> in Mulroy College. We have um, Sarah Delap. Sarah Delap is a transition year student. And we have Abigail Toomey. Abigail's in third year and Gemma McGonagall as well as in transition year. So I suppose the variety show is mainly um, based on Mamma Mia. We, we have an adapted version that we kind of wrote ourselves uh, with a lot of input from the students. And uh, here we have Donna and her dynamos. And we also have uh, Sophie. So Sarah's playing the part of Sophie. And then I suppose the first act as well in the variety show is a mixture of uh, a variety of performances, uh, music, singing and dancing as well, and some drama and 
Gemma's also doing that. So. Brilliant. to you, uh, Gemma. That was uh, <laughs> lovely. We have uh, Gemma, Evine, uh, Sarah and Abigail and uh, Ms. Trudy O'Donnell in studio with us. Uh, they are uh, part of the students and staff in Mulroy College who are very excited to return to the stage in Angrian Theatre and present their school variety show. It's on Wednesday the 13th and the 14th of March. Uh, there's an amazing lineup of uh, talented musicians, singers, dancers, and actors performing, guaranteed, uh, guaranteeing a varied and enjoyable evening of entertainment for all. So it's on Wednesday, March 13th at 7:30 p.m. Thursday, March 14th at 7:30 p.m. It's in the wonderful setting of on Green on Theatre. Uh, tickets are 15 euro each. A family of four, 55, inclusive of booking fee. And just to remind you, it starts at 7.30, 40... So that's a fiver saving for a family of four, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. why I passed mass <laughs> in sixth class. Right, so, um, Trudy, you know, a lot of effort. Like, there's going to be a great turnout. Let's not let's make no bones about it, but it would be great yeah. to get it sold out uh, well in advance because it will sell out because of the amount of effort that these amazing young yeah. people, supported by the amazing staff, have put in. And Absolutely. Uh, uh, people will be blown away by the talent yeah. on show, no It will doubt. be. We actually have, we have a total of 114 uh, performers wow. from our school community that will be 
uh, taking to the stage in Angreenan Theatre next week and that is an amazing amount of our students as mm-hmm. well and staff we'll not forget the staff <laughs> that are a lot of them are putting themselves out of their comfort zone as well to perform on well, stage we all like that. now on the Thursday night it's actually almost sold out okay. Thursday night is almost sold out there's still um, some availability for the Wednesday night but we do anticipate that it will sell out it will exactly yeah. so if you want to go along uh, and see a great night's entertainment from 7.30 it's a good start time so you, you'll be home yeah. at a good time as well we have to keep in mind that we all have, have to be in school as well on the Thursday morning yes indeed indeed no so, excuses yeah, and with such a right. high volume of our young students as well performing and being a part yeah. of the show it's, so it is tiring is, so. is it a storyline throughout the show or is it literally a sort of a no the way mix? yeah the way we do it it's two acts so our first act consists of a variety of performances so Gemma is um, will be doing that as part of our trad group so in the first Lovely. the first whole act we have um, the trad group we have a rock band we have our school choir that also has over 50 students as part well, of that amazing. as well we had them didn't we yes in, we had um, them we were performing yeah for the Christmas so yeah. we have them as well opening our show and we also have a number of mm-hmm. um, dancers yeah. we have a dance fusion act and we have some solo performers mm-hmm. um, clarinets instrumentalists pianists so and what amazed me about the choir was the amount of those yeah. that were able to actually step forward and deliver really amazing quality solos yeah. as well so it's individually exactly. and collectively and that's um, what's nice to give them that opportunity and that platform as well specifically on the stage in Angreenan Theatre mm-hmm. there's nowhere better than to step forward no. and get a solo so um, but yeah the second act and that's um, as you can see they're sporting their Mamma Mia hoodies the whole second act then is an adapted version of any Mama merch Mia. for me no oh, we might um, we, we might drop you up something Greg <laughs> that sounds like yeah. a promise I'm, I'm, take, I'm taking I think, that as I a think promise that, I think so yeah alright good stuff yeah. so we're going to do a bit of a melody of ABBA now are we yeah um, the way I suppose the way the show is we again we have our own adapted script we actually wrote it because we couldn't get our hands on a shorter school version so as a lot of input from the students they wanted to perform a lot of songs and we had to leave room for some script work as well so we have a lot of short but snippets of songs but you can weed out any they, of the crap bits we actually made it our own uh, very much with the help as well of Miss Nora Kavanagh who has Excellent. been working extremely hard Which on us as well. personalised it even yeah. a bit more okay. exactly alright so how are we doing this uh, they're all singing I don't, so is it a cappella? no I have a track here I'm going to play it now on the speaker what are you playing it on? oh alright excellent okay yeah that thinks of everything doesn't it Miss O'Donnell doesn't she? yeah Right, so, um, whenever you're ready then, so. Yeah. Do you want to lift that up a little bit, Gemma, so it's a bit more comfortable to you? This is radio, right, but I'm really relaxed, so if anyone <laughs> wants to check anything now, you're happy enough, yes? Everything okay? You can sort of... Right, okay. The sweet spot of the microphone is the B1 or the B2, so if you can try and direct your voice in that direction. And I will look after everything else. So, whenever you're ready, Trudy, uh, we'll have uh, Roll It, and uh, we'll have um, Gemma, uh, Evine, Sarah and Abigail. Yeah. 
yourselves because I can't clap it up on my own. Brilliant stuff. That was lovely. Uh, indiv- independently and collectively, really good. Some high notes in there for this time in the morning. <laughs> but uh, you uh, cracked it. Brilliant stuff. Thank you so very much. Really enjoyed that. Gemma McGonagall, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, Evan Shields uh, and also uh, Sarah DeLab and Abigail uh, Toomey. Uh, all of much. you were fantastic Thanks collectively so and of course uh, and, and just want to point out to the listeners as well in case you're not aware we don't have an awful lot of time to get people in here uh, to sort of get the them standing in the right place to sort out a lot of this is done like sort of at short notice you won't have realised that listening 
in Radioland, but it's just really, I'm saying it as a credit to the girls and to Miss Trudy O'Donnell as well for pulling it off as well as they did. Uh, okay, Trudy, thank you. Director of the Mulroy College Variety Show and on Green on Theatre, Letter Kenny, Gemma, Evine, Sarah, and Abigail. Well done. I'm sure everyone associated with you is going to be really, really proud. <laughs> Tickets just 15 euro each, family of 455, includes booking fees. Thursday, March 14th, almost sold out. Wednesday, March 13th, limited availability. Kickoff at 7.30pm. Thank you so much, everyone. The Nine Tone In Show with Letterkenny Credit Union. Simplify your debts with a debt consolidation loan from Letterkenny Credit Union. Call us on 074-910-2126 or apply online via our app or in-office today. Go full Lidl and make Mother's Day special with Lidl Plus offers. Board Bia approved deluxe Irish Angus beef roasting joint was eleven ninety nine, now nine forty nine. Our Lidl Plus wine of the week is deluxe Malbec was eight ninety nine, now seven sixty nine. Go full Lidl this Mother's Day. Get the facts between with uh, the HSE and Tusla uh, in a bid to try and save the services for our county. So this morning uh, I had a meeting with the HSE and Tusla again. And uh, the good news is is that we have been granted the funding required to put uh, a director of counselling in place, a counselling coordinator and admin support. So, uh, you know, this day has been a long time coming, but it was certainly worth waiting for. The last, uh, the first time I spoke to you, uh, out of respect to your councillors, your 27 councillors, yeah. you'd had yeah. a conversation with them and you said, look, at, unless something happens, the service is yeah. not being reduced, it's not being adjusted, it was being wound up. That's right. Uh, and it's yeah. been a long journey. There was uh, good positive indications from Tusla. Then we were waiting on the HSC. We get the checks and balances, due diligence and all of that type of yeah. stuff, but it has felt like a very long time. Have you been able to tell your councillors and other people involved in the service and the service users that the future now is secure? Yes, well, uh, an email has gone out to all the councillors and anybody involved in the service just there earlier this morning after I was informed that um, we were going to be funded. Uh, So they uh, have that news um, and I'm sure some of them haven't even opened that email as yet. Um, But anyway, you know, they'll they'll hear it one way or the other, hopefully from the email. but, they won't uh, begrudge hearing it. They won't here. begrudge. I think I they mean, understand. It's good news. I think they understand that you wanted to get the information out there because it, it puts a lot of uh, people. Hopefully, it puts them at ease. Now, what happens next? Uh, are you going to stay on for a bit uh, during an appointment process, or is are those the crosses and the dots that have yet to be determined? Well, though a, a lot of this has to be determined as mm. yet. However, I will be staying on until uh, things are in place. Uh, and settled, you know. So uh, I hope to get the ball rolling on that fairly quickly, uh, you know, to to send out the um, ads for the different posts and the spec for the different posts. And, uh, you know, from there, you know, I'll I'll be trying to get it done Mm. as quickly as possible. And in a way, um, because obviously this had to be messaged at the beginning of this process in a very easy-to-understand way, that's the best way to do things, Mm -hmm. in my view. This... What has been achieved so far actually goes beyond what was initially sought to maintain yes. the service. And yes. am I correct in saying that this now, with a, a more official involvement of HSC and Tusla, means that actually maybe we can look forward to this service even growing and being put on a stable, annually funded platform going forward? Yes, uh, well, absolutely. You know, what we initially, what the, the first day I came in here to speak with you, Greg, it was about 
putting a, a director in place and that was the bare minimum that the service required. However, you know, over the weeks and, you know, through the talks with uh, HSE and Tusla, you know, they both felt that actually it needed more it needed a sustainability package in order to kind of go forward. But, uh, you know, my vision here has always been that, you know, the service uh, is so badly needed in the county, uh, particularly for children and young people. And uh, there's huge, uh, you know, potential now for that service to move on uh, and deliver a lot more uh, than what Mm -hmm. they're they're currently able to do. Yeah, and this is a service that, is available in many locations around yeah. uh, the county. And I'm not being critical of Letterkenny-based services, but often, you know, you feel a little bit left out if you're from outside the area. This has, uh, the, the the tentacles of this service sure. reach yeah. far and wide, and I hope yeah. it, it grows even further. And Liam, um, you know, this has grown into the services it is under your stewardship, but because of the demand was there, but you've built it up to where it is today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think you deserve an amazing amount of credit for that and also in how you've handled its potential demise. It's very hard to get Tusa and HSC to the table sometimes, but certainly with a quick turnaround because mid-March mm-hmm. was always the deadline. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. and here we are, right? So I think I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm doing this on behalf of your staff, if that's okay, mm-hmm. your service users uh, and whoever else uh, wants me to say this, but uh, fair play to you, Liam because you created what it is today and when you do depart you're going to leave it on an incredibly firm footing going forward and I'm sure many people are very grateful to you for that. Well, look, you know, I suppose I did it out of passion, uh, you know, but I really appreciate, you know, uh, your gratitude there and on behalf of everybody there. Um, I suppose for me, you know, I take a lot of pride and have done over the years in building the service because I knew... Uh, how many families and, uh, you know, children, particularly children and young people, that it touched and that it supported and that it helped. And so to take it away, um, I think, you know, would have been a devastating blow for Donegal. However, you know, I, I, I go back to the humble beginnings of it, you know, and, you know, a, a, um, a donation of €853, Euro, which was the foundations of the service. So you know, I suppose for me, you know, looking at what people can actually do with a small amount of money that grows into something like this. And it, again, it wasn't through any other need other than demand. Okay. And it could never, we could never have allowed it to fail. That was the general mm. consensus when this started. Mm. But it was in the doll, it was everywhere. It was, uh, everywhere, it was yeah. picked up everywhere and, yeah. and stuff. Okay, Liam, listen, we don't have, have any more time. I appreciate you coming in to us at the beginning of this. Yeah. And I appreciate you uh, making yourself available at... Is, is the beginning of the end. <laughs> if, yes, you know, the, but yes. the beginning of the end of the crisis and the beginning yes. of a new uh, future. A new era, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a new step. And before I go, can I just, very quickly, I just want to acknowledge, you know, all the support out there from the community, from, from the people on the street, uh, from the politicians, public representatives, you know, particularly, you know, the Harper family, you know, they have been incredible and incredible support to me over the last while. Uh, and again, you know, all the media outlets, including yourselves here at Highland Radio, you have been exceptional throughout this. And, you know, for me, I think the day I came in here the first day, uh, there was a huge weight shifted off my shoulders because I was a lone voice. And it was after that show that people started to really support me and to make calls and to lobby their lob- uh, politicians and, and, and everybody out there to, to get this secured. And, you know, that's one thing I am proud of, is to be from Donegal, 
because 